I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I never thought that you would crab me, undermine me, and backstab me, but I can see clearly now the rain is gone, the pain is gone, but what you did was still wrong. There was a few times I needed your support, but you tried to play me like an indoor sport, like racquetball, tennis, pool, whatever. All I know is that you were tempted to be clever. Nevertheless, cleverness can impress, because now you've been exposed like a person undressed. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. It is Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Which means it's feedback time. Mm-hmm. Which means everybody that does listen to this show, all my favorite people. Yes. Um, this show is brought to you for you by you, the listener. It's all the stuff you want to say to us, and we respond to it. We talked about a lot of stuff this week. We did. You guys, this is for the show for all the people that actually know where to find us. They know to go to theblackoutist.com. They know if you leave a five-star review on iTunes, the Stitcher will answer it. They know you can email us at theblackouttips at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. They know how to become a premium subscriber. I don't have to tell you guys. You're, you're in the know, okay? You're the guys who always raise your hands whenever there's a question in class, all right? You guys sit in the front. Yes. And that's why I fuck with y'all. So without further ado, let's let's actually get into some feedback. Uh, we cannot start the show without telling everybody. Uh, Karen, by the way, your camera's off. Yeah, uh, I without, froze. Okay, yeah, just refresh. Um, without going into the people that gave money that donated to the show this week. Okay, I appreciate y'all, people. Um, couldn't couldn't do it without y'all. Honestly, um, feel like. This this segment needs music. Yeah. You know, like uh, you, like you think there's like some altar call music on uh, mm-hmm. Spotify? A church music. I wonder if they even have them. You might have to go black altar call. Oh, this is white church yeah. music. I don't well, know we about need, this. You might have to go black altar call music. I mean. A shouting music or something because that ain't cutting it. Yeah, I don't know. We uh got, like I don't think you can just search black church music. And get black church music for the. What is this? That's somebody recorded that one. I don't know, but this somebody, no. yeah, that's somebody's house. Like, yeah. What is? What's going? On? I don't know. You might, you might have to go gospel songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like all the black church music on Spotify is going to be white people singing black songs. <sighs> like this is how the blacks do it. that one either yeah this is terrible this is the what worst. about that one no no fuck no uh, can't what we, is this? i guess we got to go gospel music then uh i don't know man i'm i'm starting to give up on this idea already this is terrible uh, no, don't give up on the uh, idea we, we we just have to search around in there a little maybe bit. the gospel gangsters uh castle music defenders of faith hey 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 the 2017 album, Defenders of the Faith. <laughs> you sure? This sound like R&B remix. This is Gospel Gangsters, Karen. Okay? This is a Watch, Pray, Live, Holy. Okay? Oh, no, no, no. Let me do my research. I'll find something good. Because, yeah. Cause, yeah. Uh, let's let's see. How is? I wonder if there any particular person. 
don't know. We might have to look for. I mean, you might have to go old school. I don't know if you want to go to Hezekiah Walker. Uh, like, I, like I don't mm-hmm. know how old school you want. to I'm just saying, I don't know how old school you want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe get some Kirk Franklin or something. Yeah, Kirk Franklin. That's 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 the extent of my my gospel music knowledge. I don't really, you know, that fine ass Mary Mary. God damn. Yeah, I like that Mary Mary. I'm sure that's blasphemous in some way, but I'm just saying. Uh, what what about Kirk Franklin? What is his? We do Kirk Franklin. He got a bunch of them. Uh, I smile. Is that one? What is this shit? This is probably the most blasphemous way to treat gospel music. All right, this is close enough. To all my people that donated this week, let's do it. Asia D. Thank you so much for donating. Thank you, sweetie. David S. We appreciate you for coming through with the return donation this week. We do, and we hope you have a good... This music made me happy. We hope you have a good day. Mm-hmm. Ravita J. I'm sure your blessing is waiting on you somewhere. Yes, we thank you because with your donation, we was able to buy the Usher's new uniforms. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. We will be sending the kids to missionary school. We will. And not the Catholic missionary school. Mm-hmm. You know, the good one. They mean missionary position. <laughs> we don't touch the kids. No, and we also uh, thank you for your donation because now uh, we can officially uh, restart uh, Vacation Bible School. We thought we were going to have to cancel it this year, mm-hmm. but because of your donation, we didn't have to cancel it. Monica C, recurring donator. Thank you, Monica. Thank you. Rock from the Black Astronauts Podcast, recurring donation. Thank you, Rock. Jennifer H, that recurring. Yeah, we see you back there on the back row, girl. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. Shout out to the sick and shut in, Louis E. Jr. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, Bomani J. <laughs> Bomani Jones. Recurring donator. Thank you, Bo. Yes. Pete B. Recurring donator. I think he's new. Yeah. I don't think I've said Pete B before. Yeah, he's he, he's a new member. He, he just went through the... Uh, initiation. Yeah, the initiation. Yeah, we taught him all the rules and you know, the regulations. We yeah. we thank you, sir, for joining the choir. We I'll see you back there in that road. Went to his house. We looked at his tax returns. Right, yeah. Be sure his credit fridge, was straight, straight. You know, made sure no alcohol was in his refrigerator. You know, we don't we don't support that. Uh, Olivia, Rad Film Lawyer. Thank you very much for your recurring donation. One-time donation from April M. Thank you, April. We appreciate you. We do. Shanna Dub- Shana W. Yeah, Shanna. We see you clapping your hands back there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. Uh, M. Stevens, recurring donation. Yes. Maurice November, Miami Vice villain. Yes, and we thank you recurring for wearing donation. your, you know, all white today. We know you uh, doing good over there on Deacon Board. Mm-hmm. And that's everybody, guys. That is everybody that donated to the show. Uh, let me just play y'all out. Like, really, what is the difference between Kirk Franklin and R&B? Like, honestly, I can't tell. It's not. But he got better ones. Like, I like Stomp. Yeah, but I'm, like, expecting him to be, like, the star saying nigga at any moment. <laughs> talk, talk about stealing your chick. You know what how, I mean? How we know he don't. They just edit that out. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, I don't trust Kirk. His shit too groovy. I don't trust him. <laughs> Something ain't, something ain't right about oh, this. Oh, so you can't groove in church? Something ain't right about this. Something ain't right about this. 
one of these days he's gonna slip up in one of these songs and be like and all my niggas say <laughs> and oh, all my bitches say <laughs> where the hoes at <laughs> they ain't pay for though yeah i don't even see stomp on spotify okay. damn this nigga got so many albums oh he do kurt frail been around for a very long time holy shit yeah he's been around baby i don't think you understand he's been around for a very very long time yeah like if you look up stomp it's not even in the like it's not even on here like that's oh not, not his version oh wait here stomp remix is on here oh shit in the essential kurt franklin music has gone too far you think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Nigga. Hooray! If you don't know, now, now you, you know. know, nigga. Oh, I mean, uh, take that out. Take that out. <laughs> and where my bitches at? <laughs> and where the hoes at? And where the pimps at? This shit could like really have DMX on it as Kirk Franklin. It will, it would be the same. Oh yeah. Come on. I need someone, somebody to help me come and turn my life around. Uh, I feel like having some church up in here. Come on. Yeah. I can't explain it. <laughs> we are in the building, fun. Put your hands up. Oh, Keep giving that money, y'all. Gospel music is the best. Like, they really can't just change regular music to gospel music now. And nobody says a word. Oh, they've been doing it for years. Like I said, yeah. if I sit down and think, I'd probably come up with some great songs. And what my saints set. Right. And we know to make saint there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain'ts and saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, man. People love us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. And we promise, as always, to read all five-star reviews regardless of content. So if you don't like the show... Leave us a five-star review. Tell us why you don't like it. If you love the show, leave us a five-star review and support the show. Very easy. So if you, you know, you, you feel like, hey, I want to get a word to you and I don't know that you'll read it necessarily, leave us a five-star review. It's an easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if this one posted last week or not. So I'm going to read it again if I cool. have. Rolando L. said, two great voices, one stellar show. This is on iTunes. This is a five-star review. Mm-hmm. A++, Rod and Karen are irreverent and hilarious. They deliver news, humor, ratchetness, and truth flawlessly. Be sure to give this show a listen. You'll thank yourself. Thank you, sweetie. Five-star review, Fre- The Freaky Prince Lives by Pillar26. Oh, so we can call the five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher testimonies, then? <laughs> yeah. They would <laughs> <laughs> be a lot sadder, you know. <laughs> Uh, this show is what's up. I followed Nina from Podcast Fandom over to listen to an episode of Dem Thrones and immediately brought, bought a subscription to binge listen to all of Dem Thrones and Dat Blood episodes. Since y'all answered five star reviews, what happened to the lady who used to review Dem Thrones with y'all? Uh, that's Patrice. Patrice mm-hmm. C. Uh, her schedule just got too crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. we tried to adjust, we moved some things around. Um, and it didn't really work yeah, out. Yeah, it was so. just hard to get a pin down. Yeah, and it's really, and honestly, man, that 5 o'clock Tuesday time slot is difficult. You know, like, we've tried to have guests for that blood. Now, Yeah, obviously, people are probably a little less enthusiastic about reviewing True Blood compared yeah, to Yeah, they ain't lining problems. up. <laughs> but, um, you know, and then also, I want to um, kind of uh, reach out to a bunch of, like, people and give them a chance to, like, you know, get some shine uh, yeah. on on the Dem Thrones reviews because there's a lot of podcasts now, especially black podcasts, that do reviews of Game of Thrones. Yes, it and, is. And uh, I, I I would love to be able to share that spotlight with a lot of those people and 
help everybody get new listeners. So, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so yeah, Rod ended every show with, I love that lady. That, thanks for explaining bullet ball. Love y'all and take care. Shout out to light skinned, skin dude. Uh, I think you mean Justin. Yes. Pilar hasn't learned all the names. She was talking about Patrice and I still do love me some Patrice, man. Mm-hmm. She ain't never did nothing to me. So, uh, let's see. Support your own five stars. Keylon Pie. Keylon 3.14. I heard about you guys from the black astronauts. You are funny, honest, and make my workday go by faster. Yeah, shout out to the Black Astronauts, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Polo, Rock, Feek, uh, um, Kai. Yeah, Kai, Leti- uh, Leticia, um, fucking all those people. CJ, uh, I know I'm missing Aaron. I know I'm missing all, it's 27 Black Astronauts, guys. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. They, they are Empire at this point. Uh, they have 57 contributors and 14 shows. But, uh, yeah, man, all those people do great work and, mm-hmm. uh, it's good. You know, I, honestly, it's just good to support good people and yep. have, have those people, you know, support each other back. Like, uh, if there's one thing I'm the most proud of with the blackout tips is, uh, we were at the forefront of being like podcasts should support each other. There's no right. reason to, uh, to try to take each other down. There's no reason to view each other as competition. Nope. And it's at a point now where it's so funny. Uh, there's people that don't even know why they do some of the shit they do. And that's kind of our legacy. Like, there's shows that read five-star reviews only. They have no idea why. There's shows that, uh, you yeah. know, they they network with other podcasters. They don't even know that used to not be a thing. It sure did. You know what I mean? They did, like, no, like, people don't even know. Like, you, you used to didn't go find another person with a podcast go on Skype, record with them, yeah. promote their shows. These Everyone used to kind of be in their separate bubbles. So yep. whenever we do get recommendations from other shows or people hear about us from other shows, shows. it's always a cool moment because it's like, look at that, man. Like people really are being positive and supporting that positivity and right. it's helping everybody. It is. In the long run, it does help everybody. Uh, their audience finds us and our audience finds them. And, 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 and it's just a wonderful uh, black podcasting love because it's just one of those things where uh, there is power in numbers. Yep. And sometimes I think a lot of people think, especially predominantly black people, they think we don't support podcasting, but we do and we do in great numbers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or as Kurt Franklin would say, where my niggas at? Where my niggas at? <laughs> ah! Um, so she says, uh, also makes me miss Charlotte, but not enough to move back. And I've stopped listening because I think Rod and Karen can, can get very long winded and repetitive. Leaving five stars because that's the TVGWT rule. And they Thank introduced you. me to some other podcasts that I like. So there you go. She's no longer, Keyline Pod no longer listens. Uh, she's moved on. We get repetitive. We're very long winded. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is a good way to, to get that feedback into the show. Now, right. we're probably not going to change. She probably will never come back. We're fine with that. But we enjoyed it while she was there. We did. You know? And thank and, you for our five star review. Yeah. We, we know that everybody don't stay for dessert. That's okay. Um, episode 740, July 13, 2014 is the title of this one by Staten Allen Twib fan. Hello, Rod and Karen. I hope you are well. I was catching up on the past episodes, and I just heard the Tinder app one. I loved hearing Karen talk about her enjoyment of Krispy Kreme donuts during her college days, even going so far as to backtrack if she drove past one with a hot and out sign in the window. Mm-hmm. I can relate to the seductive deliciousness of a fresh Krispy Kreme. 
it was first introduced to i was first introduced to kk in the late 1980s during a trip to north carolina through north carolina they really put dunkin donuts to shame i agree yes they do because i don't want no goddamn cake i want a donut still missing the Krispy Kreme that was destroyed in our in the world trade center that is an example of what i love about your show those beautiful moments of relatability so many times when I'm listening to blackout tips, I'm transported to the world in which I grew up. Stable, black, working class. So sad to think that we're living in far more precarious times. Thank you for connecting me with those pleasant memories, as well as entertaining me in the present. Love the games and hearing about other podcasts from your guests. Take care. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Love this podcast by Mighty O. I listen to you guys every day. Someone made a comment about me being a church musician listening to all the cursing on the show. My response was simple. Then call me back when I'm not listening to the show. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Love Karen's accent, and I'll be praying for your continued success. Well, thank you, Mighty O. We thank appreciate you. you. Um, love it. I wonder if he's Kirk Franklin. Maybe they was listening to that. Might be. It's like, is that Kirk? Uh, it was like, yeah, I listen to cursing. Like, Kirk Franklin seemed like a dude that says an N word and listens to cursing, okay? And that's mm. all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, love it by One Hot Tamale. Dim Reviews, hashtag that blood and Dim Games are my favorite segments. Overall, I love Rod's colorful commentary to the craziness that is out there. Can't wait to hear what Justin has to say about Lafayette since Lafayette was everything this week. If you are not listening to this podcast, so sad for you. Get some joy. Check them out. Thank you, One Hot Tamale. Thank you. Best show ever, five stars by Lil Oxymoron. Wait, Little Oroxon. I don't I know. Little Oxymoron. I added some words to that. Sorry about that. Little Oroxon. Uh, so here's the deal. Love the show, and whoever gives these two a listen will too. Live out here in Cali, Compton by way of Carson, by the way. Compton House. Shout out to Kendrick. But that good old country ratchetness is refreshing and reminds me of my extended family back in Oklahoma. Been listening for about three and a half years. Wow. Love five, finally got us that five star review. We appreciate you, cousin. We do. And you two have helped me become a wiser person and in part helped my maturation process into a man. We'll be leaving a voicemail soon, guys. P.S. I'm a brother who has a, has him a beautiful Latina for a lady. So I was kind of wondering if we could be the official interracial couple of the podcast. Thanks and God bless Sean and Liliani. Uh, Li, Lilani. You sure can because nobody else has that spot. Does nobody have that title yet? Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go, man. Um, I would have assumed Clove and Shirley would have had it by now. Right. But, uh, they ain't even know, come claim it. That's their fault. Snooze and you lose. Right. Snooze and you lose. Um, we also have another five-star review. Whiter than a polar bear. Five stars. <laughs> Perfect for walking the collies. Yes, I'm whiter than the average polar bear. <laughs> average polar bear aging out of the primary advertising demographic. And while I'm not the man i do work for him in a state where vitamin d supplements are a must the podcasts i regularly listen to include harmontown harmontown never heard of them neither america's test kitchen radio savage love oh damn savage heard of that and any number of twitter projects i listen to rod and karen because rod knows when to act a fool and when not to and karen supplies a healthy dose of reality and perfectly punctuates each show with just the right amount of highs and kisses and a note about Karen's accent for the person who took issue with Karen's voice. She's not auditioning for the BBC or the nightly <laughs> news in Pocatello. Her, her, let Karen be her wonderful self and you find a better way to work your issues out. Learn to love yourself. Anyway, here's the ride of Karen. Keep up the good work. The obscure references and support of Bullet Ball and Bullet Ball Extreme. 
Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate everybody that took the time out to leave the five star reviews. Yes. And, uh, you guys are awesome. Yes, you are. And also, uh, for anybody outside of the continental United States, this does include Canada and Mexico. Let us know so we can read your five star reviews also. Exactly. And, uh, you know, like I said, even people that have things that they don't like about the show, they leave a five star review. It gets read on the show. It's quite simple. Um, QC Queen, 10 days left a, a five star review on Stitcher. Now, the thing with these is sometimes I can't tell if we read them or not because Stitcher takes a little longer to post a review, but I will yes, read it again if, if I didn't. QC Queen, five star says, awesome show, instantly hooked. You guys are too funny. Love the realness. Keep it up. Thank you. We will. Seashell says, five stars. Y'all are too many things. One, I'm a fairly new listener. I started listening to your podcast via them Thrones tag when I finally got into Game of Thrones, which was maybe episode five or six of this season. I eased into the other shows of the week, and now I'm an avid listener. The host and the guest are so funny. I love listening to their perspectives on current events. Sometimes they go in a direction that I wouldn't have thought about, and I enjoy it. Two, I'm so glad Rod, Karen, and Justin went over the origins of the unofficial sport of the show. <laughs> Everybody's been sending that in feedback. People love knowing what bullet ball is. So. Yeah, every now and then we got to recap it. It's even more entertaining now that I understand the reference. Right All now, right. I'm listening to episode 742 for the third time because bullet ball. <laughs> I passed the litmus test with flying colors, though I did question my own moral standing when Karen described the litmus test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of people were already laughing like, oh, wait. Oh, I'm a terrible person. Three, Rod and Karen, thanks for all that y'all do. I can only imagine the work you put in both on the show and behind the scenes. Keep doing your thing your way. We will. We, we will. will. Thank you very much, Seashell. Uh, Nilolo, five star, says, y'all point. Bullet ball, bullet ball, that's a bullet ball. Love the show. <laughs> thank you, Nilolo. We appreciate it. And uh, to you, I say, a bullet ball extreme. Uh, I don't even know if we did that to open the show today, did we? I don't remember. Yeah, official short, uh, the unofficial sport of the show is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme, Unoffic- and of course, the official weapon is the taser. There you go. All right. right. So nobody tell us on Twitter we forgot. All right. right. Um, we only had one comment in the uh, Tippy nominations thread. That was uh, Balti Sports sixty. Someone said funniest moment Tippy nomination. Uh, at five minutes in, when the theme song goes out, Rod and Justin continue to sing the entire song. It was terrible, but funny as hell. Well, you know, we're nothing if not consummate professionals who do it for the people. All right. We, when the, when mm-hmm. the show breaks down, we don't quit. We don't go home. We don't reset the computer. No, we sing with all our hearts. But we go acapella if you need to. That's what we do, guys. Dedication. Um, uh, let's get into the people who left comments on the episodes of the week. We had episode 744, Where is the Love? Where we did our five star, I mean, where we did our feedback from, uh, there was a girl who didn't like Karen's voice. There was so much shit. Um, and, you know, uh, Professor LCH broke her down perfectly, I think. And, uh, uh, that was the question of the day. Where is her love? Um, the comment, we had one comment and then we had a poll. The poll had no comments, okay? The actual comment on the show was Butterbean said, I'm so jealous of Damian Jackson who gets his own theme song with his recurring donation shout outs, LOL. Hey, it's all organic. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, we didn't know uh, that we were going to be shouting him out when it first started. Nope. And we also didn't know he would be donating in intervals of like every other week. Like, seemed like we always shouting that man out. Right. And his <laughs> name just sound catchy to the uh, outcast song. Yeah, yeah. That actually started the uh, the Jackson thing started. Me and my, my friend Derek, uh, we watch uh, football on Sundays. Uh, we go to a bar and there's like, you know, 17 different games going on or whatever. And we were playing fantasy football, so we're keeping track of our players. And uh, certain players, like if we have them on our team, like, Steven Jackson or something like anybody with the last name Jackson, we were always seeing that whenever they scored a touchdown. So it'd be like, Steven <laughs> Jackson, who I am for real. And it became his own thing. And Damian Jackson, it just kind of fit. So we kept it going. Uh, the poll is, would you ever walk out in the middle of a live comedy show? Yes, if it wasn't funny. No, I'd stay for the whole thing. Or yes, if they offended me. 37% of my audience said they'd leave if it wasn't funny. Which, you know completely understand me too because uh, somebody wrote in and asked uh, I think it was uh, girl Davis she wrote in and said that she had a friend who felt like she was fucked with because the comedians were making racist jokes they weren't funny so she got up and left and then the comedian like tried to stop her and like tell her why she was wrong for leaving and it was just gonna get worse if she left and all this stupid shit and uh, basically we were like well what circumstances would people leave comedy shows in right uh, thirty. Now I'm surprised. This thirty-seven percent of people said they stayed for the whole thing. I can't imagine that. Like, if I thought it wasn't funny, and I or I was offended to the point where I was like, "This is too far." I mean, I paid for my ticket. It's my right to leave. Right. You know, you still got my money, so you're not losing with if I'm there or not. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like a money thing. We like, I pay for these tickets. I'm staying till the fucking lights shut off. Some I don't people, know. yeah. Some people feel like that. So yeah, thirty-seven percent would also stay, and then if they offended me, twenty-seven percent people would leave if they felt offended. Like this isn't funny, and whatever you guys are doing are doing is offensive. So I'm leaving. Uh, we had episode Fed RX where we discussed like the Malaysian plane that was shot down, Jason Biggs making a bad joke, Sherry Shepard, a prank on MSNBC, a bunch of stuff. All right. Um, here we go. Comments. Prince Leron says, I believe what really makes street harassment such a touchy topic complicated is that most guys participate in some level of street harassment that is acceptable to them. Hmm. I wonder. Like, I I guess it depends, like, what, because I'm trying to think if if most people do it. I I don't know that most guys do it. You know what? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go on a limb and say it is not the majority of men that street harass women. I'm willing to go on a yeah, limb and say cause, that. Because most of your average men have enough common sense not to bother people. But there there is a percentage, in a, but the percentage is large enough, and the percentage do it often so it's one of those things where the average dude will look at you and keep it going a lot of won't even approach you a lot of you won't even know that they're there you know uh but this is the assumption that most people have that everybody does it so it's acceptable yeah and you don't really think about how you make another person feel yeah so um yeah i think that uh it matters um like how many people are participating in it true uh and i that's why i would not say it's most guys doing it on some level i don't think so i think um the kind of stuff that you see women talking unless you're not really listening to these women like some of the examples that they're giving aren't really like um 
guys like approaching them to ask them out on a date it's a lot of like hey girl look at that ass and i don't think that's most guys right they're not approaching them trying to you know get to know them or any of that it immediately starts on offensiveness also women have different levels of street harassment that they find acceptable for example if i were to approach a woman with a smile extend my hand introduce myself and so forth some women consider that street harassment and some would consider it as a proper way to approach a woman uh they're both right he says uh guys just need to understand that they did not have control over any woman's reaction right i think that all uh, women can agree that if they were being treated were always treated with the utmost respect in these situations this wouldn't be as big of a problem right yeah but the problem is that they're not always treated with the utmost respect we can't really like dictate that and then i guess um you know i do think some people have like extreme reactions and they're very like personal preference like don't touch me and all this stuff but then there seems to be a level of um street harassment where i i don't know how anyone could argue for it you know what i mean like the 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 general like cat calling the general yeah, that, like that's that bullshit hey girl yeah. hey girl i know you see me like that's the bullshit yeah like cursing at women when 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 they ignore you right like, i think there's some things that if we sat down and had a vote most of us would be like yeah that that part is just too crazy and i think that's mostly what i see women talking about right uh, and, when they discuss street harassment right and it's also one of those things where every woman is different and like you said every woman's definition of street harassment is different because if you live in places like chicago new york and places up north that have like subway systems and they have uh, things where you have to physically walk, which means you're out in the open and you're constantly interacting with people versus a lot of places down here where you got buses, but you really don't have like a lot of the subway systems and things like that. So we're like a driving culture. And so right. it's a difference between being harassed up north and kind of being harassed down south. Harassment is harassment. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, different women had at different levels. And the thing about it is that, because especially women's with women that have big asses and big titties that they just find women, they constantly get it. And it's just one of those things where they just put on the me mug all the time, regardless of how you how you approach them, because they don't want to let their guards down and get popped upside the head. So in their mind, they like fuck every dude that, that, that approaches me at this period of time because I'm trying to get somewhere. And my thing is this. A lot of times she might have other shit to do. A lot of times. You know, when you stop a woman from walking and doing something, you don't know what's on her mind. You don't know what's, what she's trying to accomplish. You might have just pissed her off from stopping her. She might have missed her train. You don't know. So which is one of those things where a lot of times when, do, when dudes do this, you're putting, you trying to holler at her over what she's trying to accomplish at that time. And I don't, people don't really consider it inconsiderate, but it technically is inconsiderate um, because you don't know what she was planning on doing. Yeah, I mean, also... um, I think a large part of this is that it's something that black women experience uh, at a higher rate, it seems. And I wonder if that's partially because people don't really view black women as like um, having rights or not having like this this level of, uh, you know, equality where, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think sometimes these guys don't do that certain shit to uh women of different races because they're like i might get in trouble what if they call the cops uh let me leave her alone but with black women it's like why can't i because you know on twitter it seems like disproportionately you see a lot of black women that are the ones who are talking about this and 
um it also maybe maybe they take public transport more i don't know maybe it's the area of town they live in but right i don't know it just seems like one of those issues where people want to like rationalize it and cut it off but um i don't think there is any rationalizing of it it just seems like uh, a thing that is mostly wrong and i'm willing to uh kind of um like like i'm i'm willing to err on the side of caution and be like well you know sure there's gonna be some women that are literally describing like a guy who just like asked them on a date as street harassment i'm willing to just be like that's just gonna be a thing where we have to go that's her yeah but but you know the majority of this is not that you know no no the no the majority of it is dudes being disrespectful dudes just doing the most outlandish shit and it's just one of those things also i think too another reason why um uh a lot of uh people do it to women of color especially black women because it's under the assumption that you don't have a man it's under the assumption if i approach you odds are i'm not gonna have to deal with another dude or either your dude's not with you you know Mm -hmm. odds are you're not going to report this you know odds are you're just going to ignore me you know, nobody ever really think about the consequences of it. And to me, it's very, very disrespectful for dudes to be for dudes to be like, well, you know, it's my right. But then it's her right to get an attitude with you, too, because it's unwanted attention that she didn't ask you for. Yeah. Freezer says, great show as always, but I got to push back a bit on your take on the MSNBC prank call. To me, the worst part isn't that the guy got on air. Prank callers kind of find a way. I remember when Dan Patrick got prank called by Baba Booey pretending to be Steve Bartman. The worst part wasn't even that the production crew left that guy on the line to answer a follow-up. They don't have a dump button on MSNBC, question mark. To me, the worst part was the host went ahead and wrote an obvious prescriptive follow-up, making it sound like she was paying no attention to the guy, what the guy actually said. Either that or she stuck to the script because she had no idea what else to do. Professionalism, question mark, what's that? The whole thing was a clusterfuck, but that's what stuck in my mind. Feel free to tell me I'm wrong and to shut the fuck up. That's my two cents. Keep up the good work. All praises to our Caucasian overlords and insert Karen's voice slander here. Uh, Freezer, uh, wait, it said, P.S. That should have been red, not wrote. Uh, I'm, what are you talking about, red? Uh, I, I don't, I missed. Oh, the host went ahead and read an obvious prescriptive question. Okay. Me make mistake? That's impossible. Um, well, I think that's one of the things I'm saying is the guy, I think you should verify who's on your air right i mean keep put it put it keep this in mind we've done what 700 and something shows mm-hmm. uh we've never been like hey we got so-and-so on the line with us turns out oh that was not that comedian right or you know like it's like they're not verifying this shit because they want to be the first person to have them on the air it's not about prank callers finding a way it's about people not doing due diligence right. i think if you start with due diligence, you don't even get to a scenario where the on-air personality gets nervous and ask another question because they're so f- flustered, you know? Um, the other part of this is if you're thinking about the chain of how someone gets on the air and stuff, w- that lady may have just thought to themselves like, okay, that was weird. Maybe she doesn't even listen to Howard Stern. She doesn't know he has prank callers she's in the middle of what is a very serious news story right uh she was told this person was someone that they weren't um she doesn't vet the interview herself i could see her being like 
i that was weird i'm maybe i heard this person wrong like in her head right and and say let me move to the next question right you can't just stop what you're doing like fuck it and walk off you're live on the air recording you have to be professional yeah and this and the thing is also there's a person in your ear that it at that level that's your producer and they're the one telling you like okay we got them off the air that was a prank call or something hang up you know like if they don't give you the uh okay we're hanging up on him uh just go back to the news th- then you're gonna ask that next question because you're ho- you're under the assumption that this is somehow just a mistake right and my and my thing is this this person should have never talked to her yeah. people should have did their job if they would do their job this incident would have never have happened but like Roger said because they want to be the first people drop those barriers he called in they just immediately put him on the air and didn't verify anything about this dude yeah and that's their fault yeah so um the poll for the show was is Kanye wrong for putting a GPS app on his wife's phone by the way we have no idea if this is true we just assume uh it's probably from like the Inquirer, but <laughs> <laughs> do we need any proof to do this uh yes that's overstepping his bounds and no they're there well that's their relationship and not my business spelled there wrong uh yes that's overstepping his bound 38 percent. no that is their relationship and not my business 62 percent of people believe it's not our business uh prince Laurent says if i was married to kim i'll put a gps in her phone too not because i'm worried about her cheating but because she is getting into increasingly hostile situations lately yeah, I I mean a lot of times what people don't talk about is um people with money have like insurance and shit against getting kidnapped. They have like all these different things cuz they get threats and all I know, the I know time. Mark Cuban has like uh some special stuff in place for his wife if something happens to her. So, you know. Cuz you don't never know cuz people to do that shit to get at you wanting ransoms and all that other bullshit. Yeah, so it could be something like that. Maybe he's paranoid. Or maybe he's just petty and thinks he's cheating. Or maybe this story is really bullshit and it was made up. Right. I don't know. Black Rob says, I voted no on this poll. And in the immortal words of Don Lemon, the God, a GPS on her phone isn't going far enough. A GPS on her phone only tracks where her phone is located. What if she leaves the phone somewhere? It's 2014. Kanye is a multimillionaire. You telling me he can't get a GPS located and send it to his wife's body? She has at least five to ten pounds of fake booty. Kanye can install a GPS locator back there, and Kim wouldn't even notice. We have GPS trackers for cars and pets. You telling me Kanye can't do better to track Kim K than a simple phone GPS? Come on, Kanye, step your game up. That is true. <laughs> he's a fashion designer. He's an icon. He's a genius. Why hasn't he thought of that? Uh, why is Black Rob the one that has to think of that for Kanye? That's amazing uh we had episode 746 uh respect respect um and we had a couple comments on it all right guys this is when we talked about tony dungy uh we had uh the uh, the the host of the theory negos podcast on jim naruda and ray um and uh it was fun man it was a good time talk mm-hmm. about facebook drama i had on facebook with people um Freezer left a comment regarding whether or not the Kobe haters were giving him credit once he clarified his stance regarding Trayvon Martin. I am a Kobe hater, and I didn't give him credit, mostly because I was on the fuck Kobe bandwagon long before I knew who Trayvon Martin or George Zimmerman were. I've been on that bandwagon ever since he tried to throw Shaq under the bus to save himself from the rape allegations. Yeah, so, I mean, at least he's admitting that he's petty, but, right, you know, I... It's hard to respect anybody with that level of pettiness for all this time. Like, you got to let that shit go. 
like people change they ain't worried about you um not to mention um uh it's amazing kobe bryant did more speaking to trayvon's parents than i don't know 99.9 percent of people that talked about it mm-hmm. i mean you know in a time where he easily could have ignored it nobody was expecting him to do anything nope uh nobody was like oh he's out he will make amends it's, he wasn't drawing attention to himself it wasn't like he was all on twitter and espn and shit like he just quietly spoke and um you know tried to encourage some people to um pursue their dreams and uh yeah i i i, I have a, lot, a ton of respect for what he did um chris Laron left two comments one says it doesn't matter who was wrong or right in the sex spreadsheet story they just need to not be together i agree uh i think it's plausible that neither of them is cheating and that they are just not meant for each other i'm assuming that if they had any semblance of a healthy relationship they would have been commu- there would have been communication before that dude opened excel yeah i mean it's super duper passive aggressive what he did like the uh i'm gonna send you because like i've heard like more about the background of the story he gave it to her when she was on her flight out for of the city for business he sent her sent her a work email uh with the spreadsheet in it and then when she tried to call him and contact him he wouldn't answer his phone or talk to her so she posted it to reddit um and that then it went viral or whatever so i can kind of understand how uh like to me he's wrong for sending the sheet she's wrong for putting it out there right and yeah prince Ron, you're you're right that that doesn't sound very healthy Mm-mm. or like people that belong together now who knows people can uh, people can work through some shit that you think is impossible yeah that, that most of us go what how what how what is that ray rice is married you know so who knows uh maybe they will work it out maybe it's they just hit a rough patch but um i don't know that spreadsheet uh spreadsheet sex tracking is pretty crazy like did he immediately do that I'm like can i have some sex tonight no i'm i'm tired <sighs> I'll be back. Right. Click, 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 save and go to X videos. <clears throat> I'm not taking sides, but I think the wife played the hell out of herself by posting that online. Even people who take the, her, take her side, be side eyeing that for, for three for 29. Oh, we'll be side eyeing the fact that, uh, for 29 attempts, dude only got sex three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, I don't know, man. People have a different amount of sex in their relationships. The varies per relationship, what it is, long distance, living together, who sex drivers. It's so complicated. So like nuanced. It, it really applies to each different relationship. Right. I don't think there's a real broad sweeping, you know, um, way to, to just like cover all that shit. So, but, uh, yeah, that, them, posting it on the internet and uh him even sending it to her work email seems like so out of line Mm -hmm. had to be a way to have a conversation before that maybe she didn't want to talk about it i don't know prince lamar says tony is a bigot period you saw what he did with the jonathan martin comparison he pretty much said y'all wouldn't do this for jonathan martin y'all are just doing this for sam because he's gay yeah which is funny because i was on the jonathan martin like even if he is, you know, the, the a bitch and all this stuff that people are saying about him, um, you still, the, the harassment in the workplace of the NFL 
should have ended a long time ago. Right. It, it really like that you can make these guys act right. It's what they do for a living. Right. Everybody else is expected to be professional, but for some reason you're too dumb and stupid and ignorant to be professional in your working environment. I don't believe that. Yeah. I refuse to believe that little in the athletes that they can't possibly do better. There's a, I remember when the Jets had this, uh, scandal quote unquote where there was a reporter in the locker room who was very like wearing tight clothes and stuff and some of the guys had sexually harassed her and they got called in the line the team basically talked to talked to all those guys we haven't heard a story about that since right and my because you can take orders it's what you do Right, and my thing as an athlete, especially once you get to the pros, odds are you've probably been doing this more than half or over half of your life by the time you get to this point. Your whole life has been about discipline and following the rules. So you can't tell me y'all can't goddamn follow the rules if somebody tell y'all not to do that bullshit. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, uh, he says, Then I saw the Giants sign David Tyree as a director of player development. He said he would trade in his famous Super Bowl helmet catch if it would stop homosexuals from being married. When did it become okay for the NFL to trade the Super Bowl ring for anything? I thought that shit was frowned upon, but I guess it is okay if it's against gay people that will let, they will let it ride. Yeah, like I said, man, um, it's so, we're gonna look back on this one day and it's gonna be shameful cause when people were saying shit like this about interracial marriage or black people coming into their league, mm-hmm. We were all like, wow, look at these bigots. You know, in the Jackie Robinson movie, you know, there's, you know, we're, we're looking at those people now as like, what an amazing asshole. Well, well who are these guys now? You know, still assholes. <coughs> well, I'm just saying, when you hear these opinions, are you going, yeah, Tony Dungy, so progressive on the right side of history? No, we, he's going to be the villain in the, in the Disney movie at the, you know, years from now when we look back on this, we'll be like, yeah, I remember when Tony Dudgy said that, that's a fucked up thing to say. Lastly, I keep seeing people who are pretending to care about the Ray Rice suspension. I see guys upset that Ray Rice only is only getting two games when the Vikings special teams coach got three games for using homophobic slurs. The same dudes that were defending Ray Rice a few months ago, they were like, if a bitch spit in my face, she deserved to get treated like a man. Now you want him to get suspended for more games. Um, uh, I don't know which side of that you're on, uh, personally from that, but, um, there's, there's like, I think there's multiple issues there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people that, uh, are conveniently using the Ray Rice suspension as a measure for, well, why did, like, why did this homophobe get suspended more games than this dude for beating his wife? Um, if they were on the side of Ray Rice months ago and saying that he was justified in hitting her, then yeah, that is hypocritical. If, mm-hmm. if, if all those things align up, the things I've seen on the internet, people are all over the place and I don't yes, know that all those people are of the same ilk. It seems no. like a lot of people, um, are using Ray Rice's suspension, um, to talk about the measurement to which the NFL does not care about women. Right. And those people are not the ones I saw going right, defending Ray Rice on any level. Mm -mm. So we may just have different experiences online, but yeah, I have not seen a real defense of Ray Rice from people who also think, um, the suspension should be longer. You know what I mean? So uh, it's a very confusing 
topic i talked about it a lot yesterday on um, twitter and um shout out to rad film lawyer uh film film underscore esquire uh, esque on uh twitter who actually storified my tweets um and, and, and by the way if you guys um have my permission to store for my shit if y'all want to i never feel like taking the time to storify anything i say and i don't feel like the stuff i'm saying is that important or revolutionary so uh if you guys want to do it uh you feel absolutely free you always have my permission i'll i'll, I'll never be mad at you you know uh so we had the poll which was do you respect people for being honest about their bigotry yes i respect them no i still don't respect them yes i respect them 18 percent of people say hey you open about it you got my respect no i still don't respect them 82 percent of people i'm in the 82 percent i'm gonna be honest like just because you're honest to me about some so, something that you believe that i find reprehensible uh, you're not gonna get my respect just for being honest honestly uh, it's just not honesty is a the minimum you know freezer says i voted yes i can respect your con your cons- cons- consistency and strength of your convictions and still say but fuck you uh prince says hell no nah. they want credit for being honest but they never admit to the bigotry right that's the other part of this people keep saying like at least he's honest what is john g really honest about because the means hiding about behind the word distraction and that's we all know that's not what he really means because he's been around and dealt with players that were distractions mm-hmm. before you know so it's not he's not adverse to distraction per se it's this type of distraction and the distraction is mostly this guy's gay keep in mind uh the rams and michael sam have not had to deal with any of this until tony dungy said something so Who's really causing or dealing with a distraction, really? Prince LeBron says, hell no. Oh, wait. I already read that. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I didn't. Hell, yeah. Dungy is not going to come out and say the real reason he has a problem. We went over this shit with Mark Cuban. Yeah. It's funny how when you frame it in race, people was easily able to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Mark Cuban, man. That was fucked up. Thor Amnesty uh, says, I think we have lowered the bar so much on how we treat each other that for some people it has become an impeachable virtue that it should be the norm. There's another group of people who use it as a shield for their bigotry, racism, sexism, and plain disrespect. When you're a murderer using, well, at least I don't fuck babies as a retort isn't acceptable. No. Why should, well, at least I'm honest, be one for bigotry or disrespect in general? It seems to be a running theme these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that happens a lot, man. Like, that's kind of like the calling card of the asshole. I, I gotta be honest. It's like, dude, you have to be honest. Not, you clearly not, like, you like to put it this way. Uh, like with the five star review policy, right? Mm-hmm. I listen to a ton of podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Some I like, some I don't like. Sure, same here. Some I think are terrible, some I think are great. All right. You know what I've never done? Left any negative commentary towards a podcast i didn't like me either i don't find them on twitter and, and tell them i don't like them nope i don't go on itunes i don't, I don't find their facebook, facebook page Mm-mm. it's completely okay for me to be like that crew does not know that i dislike them yeah. that you know or that crew does not know that i don't like their podcast or whatever you know there's so many shows out now there's Tons. no need for that no so you know when i'm on twitter if I, I i didn't like something Stephen a said i don't go find his twitter and go at Stephen a at Stephen a at Stephen a at Stephen a 
it doesn't matter that I, I dislike what happened. I don't need to let him know. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's completely, uh, I think people are so entitled now. It's like, I dislike this thing. I must let you know about it. Yes. You know, it's one of the reasons we have the five star review thing where it's right. like, if, if on the off chance you don't like us, you don't like what we do, you, whatever, at least let me get something out of it. Pay the toll and then okay. tell me what the fuck you want to tell me. Cause to me, that, at least you paid something well a lot of these people they don't want to they don't want to contribute to anything they don't want to help anybody they mm-hmm. just want to shit on you right and i think to a to a large extent we've enabled them by acting like it's their right or going i respect their opinion for being honest no i don't mm-hmm. I, I don't respect your yeah, opinion i don't always have to respect your opinion yeah I, i've had people you know hey uh let's talk about this man to man face to face I or let you know why don't you invite someone on the show and then they could talk about it from their perspective. I don't do that because I would never give my platform to somebody I think is a bigot. I'm not gonna do it. There's not two sides to this for me. It, if you're basing this off of a book I don't believe in, if you're basing this off of uh, something that's supposed to be personal like your faith, that's so this doesn't sound very personal to me when you're projecting it onto someone else who doesn't have to live by your rules. Um. I'm I'm very much against that. And I wouldn't bring somebody from the KKK on the black guy tips. I wouldn't bring somebody on who's like, I don't appreciate interracial marriage. Like we had a dude on that dropped that during the show. He's never been back. Nope. He'll never be back. Nope. Like I don't do that. I it's my platform. We created this. We built this. So to me, it's very odd to think a guy like Tony Dungy who has marketed himself as a paragon of virtue and a a moral compass and being above football is just simply allowed to be only a football coach in this moment and to, to be applauded for being quote unquote honest in this moment, you know, very, you know, and we played the interview from Dan Patrick on the, on the balls deep show. And you can hear the contradiction when they, when they bring up Michael Vick to him, his only defense was like, well, if people would have been, you know, against Michael Vick, I guess I couldn't have been mad. It's like, then then why did you speak at all? Did, did you really even have his back? Like, what was the point? Because you seemed and, to have his back at the time. And I think, too, people, they want to say things and they want to stand for things, but you don't want to deal with the backlash or the criticism with what you say. Right. But it all goes hand in hand. Say it, and, and, and since we want to be all truthful, Deal with people not agreeing and not liking what you say, but nobody wants to deal with that part of it, but they want to be truthful. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I, I, and we, <laughs> it's just so funny, man, because I, no one's giving me my credit for being honest. Like, you notice that, like, the people that disagree with me, I never get the, well, at least you're being honest about thinking he's a bigot. Not one person yet. Not one. Not one person that disagrees. They only, that, that, at least he's being honest is I agree with him. That's what it means to me. That's the translation. Cause when you disagree, no one gets credit for being honest. No one goes, yo, he's absolutely wrong, but I'm glad he said it cause he's honest. That's not what people say. It's, I kind of believe that shit. At least he's being honest is what I will say. I will admit that at least he's being honest rather than just coming out and saying I agree with him. When Mark Cuban said his comments, tons of people, at least he's being honest about racism. Uh, and if you talk to them for more than two minutes, you find out, and I kind of agree with them. That's the real thing you want to say. Don't be a coward. Just say you agree with them and let me block you. 
oh four soldier says no i don't respect them and calling out and call out my friends on facebook who try to use their quotes as some kind of cover to project their own bigotry racism or self-hate yeah the thing that's funny is i don't even call out people on facebook or twitter people come to me like i for people that follow me on social media you'll see i'm not like let me go find people that disagree with me and i'm gonna tell them they're wrong they'll come out the blue you don't follow these people they don't follow you all i have to do is just say something about some of them do follow me okay but i'll just all i have to do is bring up the topic and give my opinion and there's never anyone just hitting me back with i respect your i respect your honesty never once because they kind of agree with them and they just don't want to say it black rob says most people who are quote-unquote honest don't actually want to own their bigotry they want the conversation to stop at hey at least i was honest about how i felt don't call me a bigot honestly honesty should be the starting point and from there we can have in-depth discussion the problem with bigots is that they don't want to be told they are biggest no matter how bigoted their views may be all that to say hell no nah, i don't respect these niggas who claim to be honest mainly because it's never on some i'm honest and I'm, and and a bigot deal with it that's the thing right i'm honest it's like well you're a bigot well hold up now you can't be calling me that well what 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 would you be called yeah same same way people feel about being i'm honest and yeah. racist no i'm not a racist yeah. but you're being honest and you tell it like it is okay be honest about some good shit right how about that how i would how about that whenever i go yeah i believe gay people should be able to get married i believe in marriage equality and then somebody goes hey man i don't appreciate that my faith is and i can go oh, i'm being honest <laughs> what does that mean it's not a defense to anything it's always on some i was honest so don't call me a bigot fuck those type of folks i respect people who own their terribleness not people who try to hide behind it honestly um behind honesty in quotes um we also had episode 747 the letty made daniel's lip acting school <laughs> i love that name we discussed uh true blood uh with my man justin j trill j trees Triz naive um Triz nathaniel to you and we had some comments on the show all right prince Laurent says why are gms so comfortable drafting these easily distracted players people call to a distraction but notice that none of his teams got better after he left it's all bullshit for people who are not doing their job there is no way in hell a player could go to coach fisher fisher and say i don't play well i didn't play well because of michael sam's distraction so you can you can't cut me right yeah that, that's the other thing like the coaches and the gms that's your job to handle distractions and the media and all right. this shit. Yeah, that's what on. you get paid to do yeah come on guys um and yeah you would not allow a player to tell you uh i missed a tackle because michael sam was on the field no you wouldn't mm. you'd be like if you don't fucking tackle that dude right or you cut yeah that dude will still be cutting it's so predictable that all the biggest that don't care about sam will be watching the rams preseason so hard yep they're gonna be hoping he don't make the team and then they're gonna be like i told you so completely dismissing the fact that my argument isn't about whether or not he makes the team right <sighs> anyway hc says i've never believed in the distraction stuff i remember back when brett Favre had to go to rehab for painkiller addiction before training camp it was so distracting that they won the super bowl <laughs> if anything would be a distraction it would be aaron hernandez to the patriots last year distracted them right into the playoffs yes he did yep with tim tebow on the bench Maybe this is an insight into why Dungy's teams fell apart so often in the playoffs. No telling what minor stuff was distracting him from coaching on the sidelines. Right. It's like, come on, man. Don't say the GD word. Now how am I going to coach? Can't call a play now. 
Leslie Mack says, thanks for having such a great discussion about Tony Dungeon and his trifling can't even backpedal properly ass. Yeah, his backpedaling was all wrong. Like, he really could have just said, I apologize for my comments and, uh, on. I don't mean to add to this man's, uh, stress in his journey to make the NFL. Right. And called it a day. That's it. And people would be like, well, do you approve of his lifestyle and all this shit? Cause I'm like, it doesn't no matter comment. what I think. Right. It, it really doesn't matter what I think. Um, and, I would be happy to coach uh, any player who was willing to contribute to the team. And that's all he had to say. Oh, he couldn't. He could not not say. It. He could not not say it. It's like that's what bigotry is when you can't even let it go. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> that. It's like the end of movies and shit when they just like record the bad guy and the bad guy always gives a long speech and. And yeah. tells like he's like, "Oh, you fools! I have the city of Gotham confused and fooled. I'm taking all the money as the mayor." Ha ha ha! And it's like they play the speech. And it's like, uh, you know that the plan relied on your ass being dumb enough to say it. You could have just shut the fuck up, right? And not been stabbed. Yeah, it's like you ask my opinion, you gonna vilify me for it? Yes, <laughs> yes, that is how it works. The days of public figures proving themselves to be biggest and then trying to play one one of the typical cards like it's the media. Uh, I was misunderstood and I have a right to my opinion, etc. is over. We have moved beyond the 24 hour news cycle straight to the 24 hour think piece cycle. Right. And ain't no one getting out of that cycle unserved. That's no, they true. not. And I, and I think the think piece cycle is probably worse than the news cycle. Mm hmm. Also, I completely agree that this is the best episode of True Blood so far this season. In my humble opinion, the show jumped the shark the minute that my need is that her name and her meat tree showed up. Boo to eggs too. She was not a fan of eggs. Uh, eggs was a weird dude, but I mean, it was cool to have a brother on there with no shirt. I mean, if they gonna have people with no shirts, I mean, can we get a brother with no shirt? I mean, we we could not <laughs> wear shirts too. I, I mean, I was fine with him as a love interest or whatever for that season. Uh, the chemistry was kind of whack, but. But yeah, but yeah, that's about where it jumped for me. That 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 season was so bad. Didn't <laughs> didn't Sam turn into a unicorn and spear her? Like, why don't Sam turn into cool shit like bears and and lions and, and shit? tigers? He always turned into some bullshit. I'm a unicorn. Ah, shit didn't know he didn't exist. My favorite episode was the finale of season one when they showed up that paint that painted toenail stick. Oh, when they showed that painted toenail sticking out of the dumpster behind her lots. Uh, making me think that they killed my boy Lafayette. Oh, I remember that, man. Oh, that, that killed me. Most frustrating to me as someone who has read the books is that the, that number of great storylines they have chose, uh, they have chosen from, oh, they have a number of great storylines to choose from, but instead went with witches and Billeth instead. Their most complete season wise, uh, plot wise was season one. Uh, which was taken directly from the first book. The show changed a lot of the details, including who was killed and who was the killer. But the basic plot was from the book. Only five more episodes ago. You can do it. Love you guys. I only like Justin. Winky face. Well, Justin, <laughs> Justin is hard to love. Okay? Yes, he is. I love, hate. Even, yeah. even we have a, me and Justin have a, have a love, hate relationship. I love Justin. 
But uh, a lot of times he harassed me, and I don't even realize it. I'm too stupid to realize it. Because Roger be like, ignore him. I be like, oh, 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 I'm not supposed to be taking you seriously. Oh, okay. Yeah, he likes to wait till your blood is boiling, and then he'll say something. <laughs> he, he does it to me all the time. My balls. And I be answering, and Roger be looking at me like, why are you taking him seriously? I be like, oh, my bad. Well, my bad. after you do fifty something, what sixty one shows of balls deep with Justin, like I know now. Okay. Just like okay, he's full of shit right now. Yeah, <laughs> let this go. Uh, was next, was Nelson Ellis right to call out the actor for quitting True Blood? Um, he, now Nelson Ellis is the, uh, actor who's been playing Lafayette for years at this point. He's not gay. Um, but he was saying like, it was kind of weak for the dude to be like, I'm not gonna, uh, do this. I'm gonna quit True Blood because I now had to do a gay love scene and, um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm above this. I'm out. Um, uh, the poll was uh, pretty decisive. I was actually kind of surprised, but it was on my side. Yes, he had a point. 90% of people feel like he had a point. And no, he was wrong. 10% of people think he was wrong. Uh, Sounds Tasty said, uh, Tuesday, Tuesdays with Justin have quickly become my favorite show day. You guys get so silly. Keeps me entertained all morning at work when I listen the next day. Well, those shows also are long as shit because Justin never feels like leaving. Like, <laughs> Anytime I'm like, all right, man, we're gonna wrap it up. Like Justin, like he's like, no, yeah, like he's, he's like, like, hey, we got something else to talk about. I was like, nigga, we've been here four hours. Right. Anytime I've ever ended the show with like just an hour and a half, two hours of Justin, he's always like, man, why are we end the show so fast? It's like, well, we have to do the show five days a week, <laughs> right, right, and other shit. But he don't care, man. So those shows go long because of the wrap up, and then, like I said, Justin. Uh, but yeah, it is silly and it is fun every time and the time does fly by, but. You know, it does. A lot yeah. of times it don't even feel like it's really been that long. Tayrell713 says, yeah, he was right. It's time, people. No more letting biggest get walk in and allowing them to hide behind the cover of artistic decisions or whatever old dude tried to pin it on. Tony Dungy, unnamed GLs, Anthony Camilla, and like-minded individuals, all of them are getting called on the carpet for this fuck shit because it's 2014 and the time for this behavior has long since passed. Right. Yeah, and, and like I said, my thing is not that he has to do it or something, uh-huh. but if he doesn't, I get to be like, that dude's not a good actor. Too many actors that we respect have done these things, and we've been mm-hmm. like, wow, that was amazing because you know that that's not that person. You know what I mean? It's like when uh, Robert Downey Jr. played uh, in um, Tropic Thunder played the the black dude, mm-hmm. and you're just like, that's amazing acting. It was. Imagine if he would have been like, I'm so offended by the idea that that someone would want me to play another race or play a guy who's playing someone. It's too much. I, I I'm not gonna do this character. I'd have less respect for him as an actor. Like right. Like okay, um, that's cool, but. A real actor, a good actor, will pull that off. And not only did he pull it off, he knocked it out the park, and you go, "Wow, now that motherfucker can act." Yes. Stunton writes in. Perhaps I'm naive in this debate, but I think it's unfair to judge the original James on True Blood for not continuing on with the role. While I do support rights and tolerance for everyone, I don't look at actors as professionals that they have to betray all roles offered. Well, first of all, he took the role. Um, so he had already chosen to portray that person, right? That act, that that role. He had already chosen himself. Yeah. Now, now, my opinion is, he if he would have read the role and be like, I can't do it, and just never started playing, right? 
I have respect for you because you go, okay, I don't feel like this role fits me for whatever reason. It, yeah. But you took the role, started playing the character, and then was like, oh, no, I can't do no gay scenes. Then I, I have an issue with you. Yes. In honesty, they don't have to do shit but attempt to be great in the roles they choose. Well, to me, this is part, I feel like you kind of have it both ways because this is part of measuring that greatness, is it not? Right, and he if chose you say, the role, too. I, if you say, I, I've gotten this role on this show, they asked me to do something that uh, it, I don't agree with in my personal life, but my as as a, as as far as my career or whatever, this character that has been written, that has shit to do with me, uh, a great actor goes out and does it, in my opinion. Like that, that's, that's how you, you, how you going to make the role great by being like, I won't do it. You know, that and the fact that how you, I, I feel like you're separating the fact that they offer him the job and he accepted it. They yeah. offer him the job. He accepted the job. So he accepted anything that came with that role. So he's not comfortable doing sex scenes with a guy. Okay. Perhaps it conflicts with his beliefs, even if his ideology is fucked. As long as he's not physically hurting anyone, that's his right. It just doesn't seem fair to shame actors into roles. He already took the role. What are you talking about? He quit because they wanted him to do something. That right. it's, we're not. I'm not shaming him into shit. Like mm-hmm. I said, you you're not forced to do anything. Nope. Just like I can judge you when you don't do it. Like I, it seems weird because honestly, let's put it a different way. If this actor and I don't know who stunting is or whatever, um, but you know, and, and they'll probably never answer this, but if this was um if the dude said came out later and said actually i don't have a problem with same-sex love scenes that's not a problem for me the problem i have is that lafayette is a black character mm-hmm. and personally in my life i'm not attracted to black people so i would never do a sex scene with a person of a different race man or woman just no black people no interracial relationships i'm done with that now if, if you try to make my character do it i'll quit your show um, I'm just, when you, people would not even be discussing this. We'd all be like, yep, that's fucked up. He quit the show because he's racist. That's what y'all would be saying. We would not be going, well, maybe it's cause, you know, I mean, he's not hurting anybody. I mean, he's not physically harming someone. Yeah. Like, and also like, why are we raising the bar to the only way you can judge somebody is if they physically harm somebody? That's not true. I would judge people for what they think and say and do all the time yes, that doesn't do. physically hurt somebody. It's, you know, it's like if, if somebody's walking down the street and with fucking swastikas on, we don't go, well, he's not physically hurting anybody. We we go, oh, that fucking, that's a dude's a fucking psycho. He's a racist piece of shit. We all just do that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if your bar is that he's not physically harming anybody, I feel like it's so high that you can never uh discuss anything and also how do you even measure what actors are better than others in my opinion because um if tom cruise goes uh i'm not going to put on a fat suit do we go oh well he's still a great you know still that that has no bearing on his acting ability he goes i'm you know i actually refuse to get in movies where uh like i, I i'll play mission impossible but in the fourth one in mission impossible uh they say my character uh has sex with a black woman um i'm no longer i'm quitting this this now you don't go no part of you goes hmm 
that is not good and i think he's either not good enough acted or portrayed or he's fucked up as a person and and my thing is what is your definition of professional like you know he brought up being professional yeah being professional is saying okay i will do my best to portray this role like right. that's part of being a professional this they they pay you to act and perform it is not your real life they pay you to portray a character like i said there's nothing wrong with him backing down what the issue is i have the right to judge you it's like people want him to have the right to back out for saying it's a gay role and him not be judged and yeah. you cannot have that hand in hand yeah Stutton basically respects his honesty Mm-mm. yeah you know what i mean aka agree with him um but you know the other thing that's funny too though is um it, when 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 a guy like this you know declines to do the role because of however it changed or whatever um would you as the next director now you have a big project right are you looking at him going i gotta get this guy on this project you know what if what if halfway through shooting he decides like it's a new rule like oh no my character uh i mean me personally i'm lactose intolerant so this scene you have where the character's big thing is that he uh works in a cheese factory that's gotta change like, would you not be like, man, it's not about you. Right. You know what I mean? That I think that's the bigger thing. But, yeah, I, like I said, as a person, he can go do whatever the fuck he wants to do. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm definitely going to be side-eyeing him wondering if he's going to get work again. Because that's a pretty major thing to just be like to fuck up someone's production, you know, to have to change characters and shit. Luckily, the show sucks. So if I was him, I would just said, I don't like the show. Uh, it's terrible. And I didn't realize it was going to be this bad. Uh, that way he could have hid his bigotry a little longer. Um, that's his preference as it was Mark Wahlberg's choice to decline the role in Brokeback Mountain because it made him feel, quote unquote, weird. I've never heard that before. Me either. Uh, he didn't, uh, not that I think Mark Wahlberg is a great actor, by the way. Right. He didn't lose any money, received minimum criticism, and lost no roles, but Wahlberg does owe me m- money for contraband. I was Justin on this one, and like Violet not going nuclear on Jace, Jason and Jessica, I did not see that coming. Um, yeah, I, yeah, like I said, I don't even think that. Uh, um, um, yeah, I, I've never heard that about Mark Wahlberg, but I also think that most of us think Mark Wahlberg is a mediocre actor at best. Oh yeah, he's not good. So you know, uh, and the last episode of the week was Life Is a Bill. Uh, and, uh, this one, it was just Karen and I, we talked about car accident I got into and, uh, nobody was hurt. Everything's fine. But you know, people left comments. Kyle says, I wish people would attack corruption and law enforcement with the same vigor as they do about our foreign policy in the NSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, they had another, um, the department of justice looked into the Newark police department and found that they were violating many people's rights mostly black and brown people just mm-hmm. um not following protocol not following uh not the law. Keeping proper documentation yeah documentation getting lost mm-hmm. so uh you know and i brought up the the same like, the idea of like you know it's kind of funny we're always hit with this uh rod why don't you guys care about the nsa or drones and i'm like because i care about are the police going to follow the law when they pull me over? I don't have right. fucking time to worry about. I haven't made it to drone level. Like you need a certain amount of security in your life to get to, you know, let me worry about these drones. And then they say, ain't that yeah, the truth? Like, if I can't walk out my door and drive back and forth to work. That's a big issue to me 
there's some fucking drones yeah um let's see uh I wish people would attack corruption in law enforcement with the same vigor as they do in foreign policy and NSA. I mean, when was the last national conversation on corruption in our police departments? I imagine that if we did some sort of investigation like we did with sexual assault in the military, a whole bunch of stuff would come up. Yep. Right. That's why they won't do it. It's funny, too, man, because I'm like, uh, what happens if, like, once this kind of news comes out, what happens if lawyers are like, let's retry all these cases? Right. Like, you actually hurt your police department and criminal justice system more than you helped it with all these shortcuts. Maybe actual criminals will get out of jail because y'all decided to cut the corners and, and frame and mm-hmm. uh, not follow protocol. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of people getting ready to protest mm-hmm. and then get retrialed and shit getting ready to get tossed out, even if they did it, because y'all fucking didn't want to do what you were supposed to goddamn do to keep these people in jail. Yeah uh then terrell also a uh, terrell 713 added look y'all i got kids but if i see an attractive couple getting in there on the beach i'm watching i just tell my kids to go play <laughs> so he was talking about the uh, old person that recorded uh people having sex on the beach and uh called the police uh well someone called the police she didn't but she pretended or said she would have called the police she when recorded she, though she recorded the second time VC3 said, let me see if I understand this correctly. So because Foster and the other woman got trolled on Twitter over street harassment. Okay, so he's responding to the lady who said she won't she won't march for Eric Garner. Mm-hmm. She wrote a long piece. It got a lot of hits yes. um, about, you know, uh, and I think, you know, part of that issue was she was dealing with a lot of fucked up dudes on Twitter that um, harassed these black feminists constantly. And I like I think that taints the experience there, and you kind of feel like almost as some get back, like oh, so you niggas care about this, but not my shit. Well, I'm not helping, you know. Uh, so he said, uh, so because Foster and other women got trolled on Twitter over street harassment, which is fucked up in its own right. Foster isn't going to march for Eric Garner. This seems illogical, but then many of these think pieces are based on faulty logic and projection, not rational judgment or thought. Right. Hence the misnomer think piece. Essentially, she took this man's tragedy and made it about herself, which is rather fucked up in its own right. Mm-hmm. It does not follow. It does not follow that because you got trolled on Twitter. You all of a sudden have to declare you're not going to march for Garner because to do so would be a zero sum to your issue. Right. Who's that action targeted to black men as a whole? The majority of us aren't going to be affected by that choice and it's not going to stop the trolling, the mansplaining, or any other nonsense that these clowns on Twitter do. Foster is saying basically that because less than 1% of black, quote unquote, Twitter, she will not support any effort to seek justice for wrongdoing in the Garner case. Does that sound fucked up? To, does that sound fucked up to anybody else? Final point, nobody's going to change their mind on street harassment because Foster dared not march over Eric Garner. And she's not going to build an intersectional movement by placing conditions on people and their support of her causes. Activism should not be queer pro quo. My thinking is if you're any sort of activist that wants to advocate for causes, you must first get over yourself, check your ego at the door, and stop trying to put yourself over and in front of the cause. Do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Not so you can get a selfie on the set of Melissa Harris Perry show if you do. Shade. Um, yeah, I, I think, um, uh, yeah, I mean, the other part is, is I know people have like these arguments all day and then, you know, you get personally involved and mm-hmm. I'm sure she echoes the sentiments of a lot of people that don't speak them. 
and i think the reason people don't speak this kind of shit is because they're like i know this is a wrong way to view it like i'm not gonna say i i i refuse to support uh, uh some other tragedy because people don't some some people didn't do such and such for me like to me it's the social part of the social media activist shit that can take over sometimes and people are more like you know i invited you to my march and you didn't come and then now you want me to come to your march it's like mm-hmm. well if it's that petty then what what the fuck is the point of being an activist right you know just tit for tat I mean, maybe it's just hard to separate that from, um, you know, real people or whatever, you know, maybe that's, yeah, maybe it's just hard as people for us to separate, like how we feel about shit from the bigger picture. Uh, the poll was actually, do you agree with the lady who wrote about not March for Eric Garner? Yes, I get it. 9%. 9% people get it. 91% think she's out of line. I think she's out of line. Yeah, I thought it was out of line. Um, Kyle says the weirdest thing about this article slash blog post is she act like she acts like police brutality only happens to black men and not black women. I've heard stories about police street harassing women of color before. Mm-hmm. In fact, police thought that one of the women in my family was a prostitute. I know that that I know that has happened to some other women of color. And if the police don't respect black women, then how are they going to stop street help stop street harassment? Honestly, I feel like some people on the internet need to do some serious self healing. That includes activists. Right. Yeah, man. The other day I was tweeting about how, uh, um, uh, uh Miss, uh, Angela Davis, uh, Kitchenista, that's, I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, uh, talking, she put out the most adorable picture of her baby. And I was like, oh my God, so cute. Cause she was like, look who's up. And it was like one in the morning. It's like, oh my God, your, that baby gets more adorable by the day. And, right, it's precious. Yeah, and so she replied to me like, oh, you want to, you want to hold, it? uh, like come over and watch it for a while. I was like, nah, I, I don't really know anything about babies to be quite honest. I'm not a baby person, you know, uh, although that baby is adorable, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it was a joke. She was setting us all up. Was like anyone who responded with like, oh, she was like, uh, why don't you watch it, you know? Um, and so this woman, was like uh because i made some more tweets that were like man i I really don't know enough about babies like i um if you hand me your baby i would look at that shit like an old person looks at a vcr remote control like, right like what do you do with it yeah how is it on and how do i turn it on <laughs> what's the uh, buttons yeah what's the, what's the switch you know oh shit it threw up oh no right yeah i was like it uh threw up on me i what did i do wrong i think i broke it you yeah know. why is it crying and yeah. it was just you know general stuff that people say all the time and she was like i'm so sick of men that don't know how to take care of a baby and i was like what it's women that don't know how to take care of babies but yeah but the point is she already has some issues she was like ever since i watched three men and a baby i'm just sick of jokes about men that don't know how to take care of baby i was like one i never saw that movie right i have but it wasn't good yeah well i've never seen it whatever Two, um, I never said shit about being a man. I was like, you know, I know women that don't know how to do this shit. It's, right. I'm an individual. I'm not sitting on here to represent all men. I'm not, I, I didn't mention my gender. I didn't say I was, it made me more macho, anything like that. And I said, this is why it's one of the reasons we don't have kids. And it's one of the reasons that, um, a, a lot of people learn because they do, when they do have a kid, that, that's how they learn. Like, right. There's no instructions. Yeah. Like that's it, shit. That's half the problem is that a lot of this shit with kids is viewed as 
everybody knows it and if you don't know it you should be ashamed and then when people have babies it's like i don't know shit right you know i didn't i didn't realize all this came with a child yeah but it was clearly her own personal issue that she right. was harboring about men and about babies mm-hmm. and about her own archetypes that she had problems with and it, but but that's kind of the same thing that that cal was getting into where he's like people on the internet need some serious self-healing yeah there's no need to let me know you're insecure about that right and it actually has no effect on me mm-hmm. As far as you helping or hurting my life, like you have this issue and you should work on it. Like sometimes men don't know how to take care of babies. Sometimes women don't know how to take care of babies. Not everything it, it, that people say is tailor fitted for your consumption. Not everyone is a product. Not everyone is always on. Not everyone is an activist and not everyone is trying to like, you know, reinforce or, or fight or even fight against or change the world, the power structure. Right. Sometimes it's just like, this is a thing. Uh, if I would have tweet, you know, it's funny. If I would have tweeted about, I don't know how to change a tire. That would have been progressive enough for her to shut the fuck up. Like how crazy is that? You know, anyway, well, she might've joked you for being a man and not knowing how to do it. Who knows? I saw later that she also tweeted somebody about, um, better watch out showing that picture to that girlfriend because she might catch baby fever and i was like oh that's progressive because all women catch baby fevers when they see babies right i don't right but no Mm. i'm just saying i'm just saying though from the woman who is tired of these tropes i don't how how many women tired of that one me (laughs) because a lot of people oh you because and i think is uh how long you and roger been married half time i remember Mm -hmm. oh y'all ain't had no kids yet i'm like no you don't want no kids i'm like no but like why not i'm like because i don't want no kids Mm -hmm. you know why do i have to explain myself to you you know i've heard people say that uh they like the smell of baby powder i'm like baby powder is a turn off baby powder made me think of babies and i don't want one Mm -hmm. um we also have uh my man uh hc who said i can't figure out why, when black Twitter talks about $200 dates, it gets dismissed as Twitter logic that doesn't live in reality. But when loud trolls belittle women's issues, it becomes offic- the official mindset of black males. Mm. Agreed. Right. It's not hard to find black men supporting black women in their struggles online and in the real world. If she can't find any, she needs to make some new friends and widen her circle. Black Rob says, and there's an unfortunate trend happening right now. Where bloggers and writers take whatever story is currently in the news and twist it to fit their pet issue. Yeah, that's a lot. And some of these blogs now are just literally like personal issues. Like I was going to the store the other day and this is why this is like Eric Gardner. It's like, I feel like you tricked me into making this about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like you're not longer talking about the story, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, we saw the same thing with the Beyonce think pieces earlier this year. For me, I immediately check out when writers do this. This may not be fair to the writer or blogger, but I dismiss these types of articles as clickbait, even if they have some good points. Uh, they lose me. The lady who authored this article completely lost me as a reader and supporter. She presented a false dichotomy. I can march for Eric Gardner and still fight for black women. It's not an either or a proposition. Thanks, Black Rob. Um, and we had one more comment, uh, which was, um, Dawn of the Planet Apes, I spoiled movie review. Uh, Secure Pendragon wrote, the black audience in my theater laughed during the human work scene. I was heated, shaking my head. <laughs> um, and uh, we have some voicemails. Let's do the voicemails, and then after that, we'll open up the phone lines. Um, of course, uh, the voicemails, uh, number 704-557-0186. Mm-hmm. You can leave voicemails anytime during the week other than when we play them, so don't do that. 
but uh and uh we'll play them on the show um saturday so here's the first hey ron and karen's going on it's hi uh just calling to listen to the episode uh talk about the uh, hashtag you okay sis and uh you were talking about uh you know being at the car and you saw chick getting street harassed and uh you thought about yelling you okay sis but you didn't want it to be misconstrued and all of that stuff well, I think really it should be, you know, you okay, bro, you know, uh, because at the end of the day is instead of, uh, you know, trying to go to the, the victim is really to go against the aggressor. Uh, and of course, chill ignores the entire, don't, don't, <laughs> don't call during the voicemail time. I'm not rewarding this by playing this shit. She's going to have to wait. Uh, back to the voicemail. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh. You had one job, Internet. Now we got to start the whole voicemail over. <laughs> hey, Ryan and Karen, what's going on? It's Ty. Uh, just calling to listen to the episode. Uh, talk about the uh, hashtag, you okay, sis? And uh, you were talking about, uh, you know, being at the car and you saw a kid getting street harassed and uh, you thought about yelling, you okay, sis, but you didn't want it to be misconstrued and all of that stuff. Well, I think really it should be, you know, you okay, bro. You know, uh, because at the end of the day is instead of, uh, you know, trying to go to the, the victim is really to go against the aggressor and let them know, like, what you're doing is not acceptable. Right. And, uh, I think that's more distinguishable for a woman to see who's really on her side at that time. Um, I think, you know, maybe it may cause more confrontation, but, uh, they do need to know that it's not acceptable and it's, it's not right to, uh, harass women. Uh, you know, while they're trying to do what they gotta do, whether they get in the mail or just, just walk in the street. So, uh, you know, let me know what you guys think about, you know, you okay, bro. Like, uh, cause it's, something's gotta be wrong for you to, you know, try and do that. And I think that may be a more direct approach, uh, to, uh, try, trying to curtail, uh, street harassment on these women out here. So, uh, let me know what you guys think. Peace. 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 Um, I think you're absolutely, I think that tactic is more likely to work. Mm-hmm. Although I still don't expect it to work. Like I had a friend that, um, did that shit in front of me. Um, and he was a white dude, man. And I think he thought it was, it made him cool or down. And to me, it was, uh, only offensive one on the behalf of the women he was harassing, right? Mm-hmm. Cause, and it would be at the basketball court. He'd be yelling at women on the track upstairs and shit. So on the one hand, it was offensive that way. And I called him every time he did it. Like, I just, I'll be like, don't, hey man, you don't need to do that. That shit is stupid. Um, and then the second thing was, um, he never, like, it took forever for him to stop doing it around me. And I th- still think he does it around different guys. Um, but it always kind of seemed like a weird attempt to appeal to me, not really the women. Like, yeah. like, like I'm supposed to dap him up. Um, and he is not one of those, like, I'm going to fight you type of dudes either. So, um, for a lot of these, for a lot of these situations, I think what a lot of guys are thinking is like, I don't want to get involved because, um, these dudes are also a hindrance and threatening to me. And a lot of men don't want to admit that because men want to be like super duper macho. I'll fight anybody. True. I'll fuck them up. But You're it's not going to group. Yeah, but when it's three or four dudes you don't know doing some shit like that, uh, a lot of times guys on the inside feel not as threatened as women, obviously, but 
they feel a certain level of like please don't say anything to me either you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i don't want to i don't know if they're gonna rob me i don't know if they're gonna uh pick on me i don't know if they're gonna want to fight me right. uh if i say something so so they're kind of hoping like well just nothing happens uh my main issue in that situation was i was too far away like i wish i had been a little closer okay because i feel like if i had been closer they might not even tried it or you know if i would have stopped and looked at them they might have said something i was so fucking far away that they were able to ignore me and then i was thinking like well if i yell out your cases am i is it gonna be like too much or it's like you okay sis and then they're just like is he what is he saying is he trying to holler at me too is he oh, okay you were that far away where they be like what 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 does that dude hollering about over there yeah i would have been yelling like half a block away uh but it was you know i was it was i was close enough to hear that they were clearly catcalling her and see that she was ignoring them but not close enough to like insert myself in the situation without you know probably escalating it in some form or fashion um but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Maybe you okay, bro, might work. Um, which, like, in my mind, I guess I just keep imagining it being like, hey, girl, hey, you got a big ass. And then the dude comes over like, hey, you okay, bro? And it's like, yeah, I'm okay. You see that ass? Hey, girl. You know, like, I just imagine him going right back. But I don't know, man. I, I, like, part of part of the thing that um, I think gets lost in this equation is that there's some people that really, really, really enjoy being ignorant and they enjoy the power trip of it and they just don't care what the argument is. It's not Sunday. It's it's not an after school special. Like they're not going to go. I did. I didn't know that. You know, it's like when I see these TV shows and they're like, let's talk about kids bullying kids. And they, and in my mind, I'm always like, do they really know any bullies? Because, these are the nicest bullies of all time. Right. Like, it's always something like the kid, like, was picking on someone. And then, like, an adult sits them down and talks to them. And they realize, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Or they just tell you, well, turn around to the bully. And you tell them, hey, don't bully me. And they'll go, oh, my bad. I thought you wanted to be bullied. <laughs> and it's like some people are assholes and they're power tripping on purpose. And they know that you can't do anything about it. Right. It's that control thing. Yeah. Next voicemail. Hey, guys. It's Owen Collin. How you doing? Uh, loving the show, as always. Just been uh, binging on it lately. Fucking awesome shit. Um, my, I, I like to put in for a tippy. I, I don't know if, if there is a category of Rod's best not political, political commentation commentatorness i don't know my favorite political commentator because of uh this kind of shit so it's episode 745 fed rx minute nine or uh yeah 907 to 916 roughly it's about uh how uh america is going to get involved because they're the police of the world and they've been itching to fight russia since rocky that's, uh, <laughs> that's my favorite that's bomb that it's hilarious and uh yeah anyways take it easy Oh man, thanks Owen. Um, uh, and I still had to email Owen back. I just remembered, but yes, thank you, Owen. Uh, and uh, I don't think that's a category officially, but I appreciate your appreciation. Um, so thank you very much. Last voicemail, uh, and oh, this one's over three minutes. So uh, you're on precarious ground, my friend. Uh, this is from Brent. Um, so uh, if, if, if at any point that I'm not interested in this, I'm gonna stop it. Hey, Rod, I was, uh, this Ben, 
How you doing, Miss Karen? Good. Um, I was um, I was listening to you all's show this week, and I heard the two articles. The one about Beyonce posing as Rose at the River there, and Does the he one sound like about he's in the, water the one that particularly yeah. Are you talking the one in, about. Is he talking through a pool? Like. <laughs> I cannot understand what he's saying. Damn, me either, Brent. I'm sorry. All right, well, we tried. Uh, phone sorry, lines Brent. are now open, 704-557-0186. Yeah. That's 704-557-0186 um, for people that want to call. So, chill, you can call now if you want to. But, yeah. you know, uh, um, I'll try to read these emails before we get out of here. Uh, don't forget, also, at 3 o'clock today, we will be doing a uh, um, nerd off. So, um, all right, let's see. Yo, yo, with the blackout tips, what's up? What's going on, yo? How you what's doing, up, man? sweetie? What's Shiny? Man, can't call it. I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, it's early over there. You know, it's 9 a.m. Uh, uh, I'm up and talking. What's going on, y'all? Hey, Miss Karen. Hey, sweetie. Everybody say, hey, Miss Karen. <laughs> Sorry, I've been listening to uh, Beyonce for some strange reason. You know, sometimes you just get that urge to just listen to Beyonce for no reason. Mm-hmm. I love me some Beyonce now. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I walked over to somebody and they were like, hey, I got some uh, papers for you to sign at work. And I was like, give them to me now. They were like, <laughs> ah! I was like, silly white people. Um, have y'all, I don't know, I've been out of the loop for a long time. Mm-hmm. Have y'all already talked about the bowl of dicks? Bowl of dicks? dicks? No. What's that? Okay, so there was a group in Oregon, a group of Oregon police officers who were uh, sued for making a list of people who should eat a bowl of dicks. And um, they added such illuminous things as Eli Manning, the San Francisco 49ers, the whole team, the whole team. team. (laughs) Everybody gets dick. Um, the New York Yankees, Ray Lewis and O.J. Simpson, of course, <laughs> Brian Bosworth, the Pineapple Express, Mouth Breathers, Comcast. Is time one on there, too? No, but Oprah Winfrey is. <laughs> and Tony Romo. And people who can't merge into traffic. <laughs> I'm shocked you guys haven't seen this yet. Nah, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess at this point I can't really be surprised by shit like that the police do. That just seems to be stupid like that. Uh, so not really, you know, can't be, can't even pretend to be shocked, dog. I love to pretend to be shocked, but I'm surprised it doesn't have more black people on it, to be honest. Oh, it does. I just left them out because, you know, I was trying to get to the uh, white people and stuff such as March Madness. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I just wanted to hit y'all up. You know, it's it's been a while. Damn, I haven't done podcast calls in for a while. So just wanted to hit y'all up, say what's going on, say uh, keep it 100, keep it positive, keep it cool. Um, I'm about to do something. I ain't got no kids in the house today. I might just run around with a bowl of dicks like my dick in a bowl and just serve it to my wife. Like, hey! Oh, so, Lord. I hope she ready. Hey, baby, here, eat a bowl of dicks. And, ah! So, um, yeah, but y'all be good. I'm going to holler at y'all later. Alright, thanks, right. thanks for Peace. Shiny. Peace. 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 <laughs> 
Oh man, everybody was calling too during that part. Like we got like four calls. Yeah, so. people, y'all can call back. Phone lines back yeah, open. Yeah, phone lines back open. Oh, All right. there's another call. Oh, yeah. you're on with the black owl tips. Uh, turn down your internet. Turn down your internet. Hello. Yo. Who who is this? Wait, this he, is Leslie. How are you? Good. Oh uh, wait, who is it? I couldn't hear you. It's Leslie. 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 Mack. Hey, Leslie Mack from hey, the chat. Sweetie. What's going on? Nothing much. I got my husband Drew here. We were been looking forward to calling you guys. We love the show. Can't get enough of it. We also happen to be the Bojangles virgins that you guys helped uh, <laughs> on our road trip last week. I'm glad you enjoyed this, sweet. That was a pretty picture. Yeah, they took a picture uh, in Bojangles enjoying some uh, some fine southern uh fried chicken um uh, on their way through uh the state of north carolina um and uh, i gotta say man that i i know it's blasphemous to a lot of people but I, bojangles over popeyes for me man I, I, I hear you on the bojangles do you guys have chick-fil-a down there i know it's yeah yes. yeah homophobia. yeah we got yeah. chick-fil-a um but they're uh the thing is their customer service and um uh like promptness and professionalism is like just barely above the homophobia like it's really like yeah, like it you wins. almost forget yeah like while you're there you it doesn't feel homophobic no it don't and then like after you're full you're like oh i'm ashamed of myself but i'm full totally totally it's so true they always walk around and like give free brownie pieces and i'm like even, wow. the, even the drive through even the drive through you go to mcdonald's like is that it is that it? Is that it? Yeah, we were at the like, we were at the grocery yeah, store today. Can I get anything else for you today? <laughs> we were at totally the, we were at the grocery store one time, uh, across the street from a Chick Fil A, and a person in a cow costume walked in and gave us Chick Fil A. Yeah, free sandwiches. <laughs> I was like, you can't beat them. Like they are like we are more tasty than homophobia. It's right. I, I even took a picture with them and everything. I was like, this moment will not pass me by. Yeah. For real. Hey, and I meant to ask you about Bojangles. Have you noticed the all white meat tenders just look like crap, like burnt? And I even, I just walked up and looked at all the chicken they have on display. I was like, what are these different tenders? And the all white meat ones look horrible. Oh, I, have, I, I, I don't know what the deal is. I've, I've never tried the all white meat tenders. Me I oh, I just take whatever they throw in that box. Yeah, that, that not now them them blueberry uh cinnamon biscuit no cinnamon rolls now them are awesome. Mm hmm. I love how they put bow in front of everything too. Oh, bow potatoes. Oh, 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 oh bow berries. That. That's yeah. right. Bow berry biscuits. Bow berries. Yep. Uh, bow rounds, mm-hmm. bow biscuits, everything is a bow. Yeah, maybe they don't. Maybe they are also homophobic, but then they're like, "Oh no, we're uh, we're against homosexuals," and nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows what the hell that is. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, y'all against bow? I've never heard of a homosexual. I guess it's fine. I guess it's fine." <laughs> Hilarious. Hey, and you know, too. I, uh, I apologize. You were talking about people blowing up Twitter nonsense. I'm new on Twitter. I, I was the one that bit your your handle. I'm very, uh, very white guy. That white oh. guy, Drew. Oh, so no, I no. Wouldn't about, I wouldn't tweet about cornflakes, but I think I might have, <laughs> I'm new, so I might have pinged you too many times. Apologies. Nah, nah, you're, you're fine, man. I, I knew exactly who you were. You, don't even worry about it, man. You, you're good. <laughs> I, I know people get a little bit excited when you first hit that Twitter and, uh, everybody, you know, gets into the game. So I, you know, me personally, I didn't have any problems. And oh, no. if you've seen any of the people that I've had to, correspond with in the last uh week 
uh that's a breath of fresh air compared to what i'm normally getting in my um timeline right now yeah. is is typically dudes that are like so so explain to me how hitting a woman in her face is wrong like right. can you just explain to me one more time I'm like god damn man who like who raised you right <laughs> for real and you know uh, back to your twitter comments i can't wait to you get into deep with Stephen a on on uh the next show but i think you got it backwards you said it would be horrible if whitlock replaced Stephen a yeah i think when whitlock gets his quote-unquote black grant land he'll have mm. Stephen a on uh, <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah oh, i can see that happening maybe you can hire him now i don't know that would uh, I, I can definitely tell that via website I would skip so quick. Right. I'm like, nope. <laughs> that, that would be that, uh, that would officially become the website of, uh, white people who want to say stuff and racist, but they gotta wait till a black person says it so they can like, be like, did you see this piece that, uh, Stephen A wrote? Right. Uh, about how it's okay to beat women? And you're like, no, no, no. why would I see that? And, That's terrible. And Stephen A's would be in all cap because he yells at you. Yeah, yeah, Stephen A's entire. <laughs> For real, for real. The tagline, I have a black friend. Yeah. <laughs> I find this ludicrous. Uh, seven exclamation points. <laughs> Oh, okay, so the other thing is we a little bit want to take umbrage with somebody else trying to claim they're the official interracial couple of the Black Eyed mm. Chips. So I don't know what needs to be, how it needs to be competition, but, you know, we're just throwing our names in the ring. I'm just saying. Well, I, 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 I feel like uh, we have one rule, which is you can be the official anything as long as you claim it first. And I don't, oh. yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, no, I don't think anyone's claimed it officially. I think you guys are the first, like. I think some people assumed, you know, but they never really put in that official paperwork. Yeah. So I feel like y'all got it right now. Uh, like Clo- Clover we'll Shirley. Keep my mm. names on there. That's right. Yeah. yeah maybe, um, like, maybe, maybe y'all so have it. Speaking of our interracialness and also Twitter, oh, my favorite yeah. interracial Twitter story. She's about to put me on blast. Uh-oh. I can't lie. This is bad. This is bad. Uh-oh. So I was tweeting, of course, about, you know, scandal, whatever, with black Twitter, per use. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm talking. I said, oh, ha, ha, ha. Black Twitter is so funny. And my husband looks at me and says, black Twitter, do you, like, have to log in separately? <laughs> <laughs> Come in the back door. I don't blame you. I'd have thought the same thing. <laughs> Maybe do, thought, do they sneak in through the windows? He thought it was like blackpeoplemeet.com. Like, oh, it's, it's another Twitter. <laughs> that I don't know nothing about. The secret black Twitter. Yeah, why didn't nobody tell me? This is yeah. blacktwitter.com. Yeah. <laughs> My handle isn't very white guy for nothing. Uh, it was too bad, I think. Uh, Judy, do you have anything else? No, that's it. Love it. Love we it. Love oh, you guys. Love Love all the time. You I actually was emailing with you this morning because we are readily trying to switch to premium uh, yeah. immediately. So, no problem. I will walk. Uh, the fact that we're child free by choice, too. Oh, that's right. And also that we're child free by choice. And Karen, I get so irritated by people trying to come up to me and ask why I don't have a child. Because, um, A, it's none of your business. I didn't ask you why you had your child. Right. So why are you asking me why I don't have one? drives me crazy right. also that one where they say oh it's so selfish you're not having a kid right, right. I, I hear that too and when people ask me that you know you, because i'm at work a lot of times even if i try to be politically correct but i want to say what do you want me and my husband to fuck here right here in front of you so you can be sure that we're fucking like like that's what you're asking are you fucking when you ask are you having children because they're going well i don't see evidence of you guys having sex mm-hmm that's the worst. Or, I, or well, why'd you get married then? Ooh, right. What? Right. I don't, you don't think I'm married to have kids. You should not have gotten married, just as an FYI. 
Right. A lot of people think that, which is sad. I guess we're doing it wrong. We're doing oh, well. it way wrong. <laughs> Uh, hilarious. All right, well, guys. I'm sure there's other people calling, but we just wanted to say um, thanks for the show. The content's awesome. We love you guys. And you we too. are uh, happy with our crown of official interracial couple of the black guy who did. You no, got it, baby. When you do the road tour, when you do the road show, come to Philly. Come see it. Yes, all right. please do. Yeah, all get right. that off the ground. And Les, I, I, I got Leslie's name. Uh, what, was, what was your name again, sir? Drew. 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 Leslie and Drew. Drew. All right, cool. We got it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Peace. Adorable. Yes. Adorable. This is why our fans are better than everybody else's. All right. Um, Can I get to this email? What are the odds I get a phone call uh, before the email is over? I'm going to say 100% because, hey, you're on with the Black Eyed Tips. Hey, this is Coffee Light and Sweet from the chat room. How you doing, Rod and Karen? Hey, Coffee Light and Sweet. How you doing? doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Look, look, I got to do this, so bear with me. I will make it quick. Karen, Karen, yes. you there? Yes. Karen, you there? Listen, listen, I'm going to get back to you, Rob, but I got to speak uh, to the no queen problem. first. So just, just, just hold tight. Karen, listen, I just want to tell you this right quick. See, you hear my southern roots coming out? Here we go. Tell you this right quick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you are doing. to make this podcast what it is. I see what you're doing. The listeners and the people that love this show see what you're doing. Thank you. It has not gone unnoticed. Thank Thank you. you, Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, in the words of Steve Harvey, now that we got that out the way, I got to share with you guys this daydream that I had. Rod, you're going to love this. Okay, it's pretty funny. And I was giggling so hard okay picture it now some umpteen years from now rod and karen have blown up really big karen is the co-executive producer of the black guy who tips you got a cable show i know it's so sitting on couches all over the place you're talking about you know where you started from Mm -hmm. okay and you know when you get to a certain level you got to be roasted you know, you got to have oh, some sort of program <laughs> where all the people who were, you know, with you when you were coming up, they got to come up to the podium and do a roast. Mm. You know, it's got to happen. So I was so tickled when I was thinking about this. And the one thing that stood out was uh, all of the uh, supporters and people, you know, who have ridden with the show over the years, they all come to the center of the floor, and we got uh, – uh, Leonard Brothers on keys. He's on the keyboard. <laughs> he got Justin. He got Justin on drums. And you got the tippy choir. Wait, hold on. Hold on. You got the tippy choir. And who is the tippy choir director? It's Chill. <laughs> it's Chill. Chill is the tippy choir. And, um, we do a medley. So we start off with, now what are the three songs we think? Come on now. What, uh, you got these songs that you do, mm-hmm. uh, guess the guess race, you do guess the race, mm-hmm. and then we flow into, I can't say, Ever- I'm gonna say Ever- messing with black people. Okay. So we do guess the race, then we flow into messing with black people, and what's that other one? Guess the race. Uh, and then the other one is, uh, double, the bonus round of guess the race. Bonus round, bonus round. 
and uh, the choir is in harmony. It's really beautiful. <laughs> and I am going to just keep my prayers up and keep my positive energy going. And when you all make it super, super big, because you're big now, you're big now. But when you make it super, super big and you have the big, you know, uh, what do you call it, the recognition show with the roast, you got to have the tippy choir. Okay, you got to have the tippy choir, and and I just love you guys. I just wanted to swoop in, give you some encouragement, and just keep on doing what you're doing. Keep it up, keep it up. And now, with that being said, I'm going back to the chat room. Bye. Bye-bye, Bye. sweetie. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man, this is awesome. Yeah, Pochi, she'll keep calling in. She keeps saying, I'm going to the voicemail. I know. Well, people are calling. They want to get in, and this is what she'll encourage everybody to do. Right. I keep. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, she got a, she told everybody they had to suck a lot of dicks if they didn't call, so she can't really be mad at them for calling in. Right. She? No, she can't. Uh, the chat room, I mean, you know, is, is, is alive and buzzing and well, and I appreciate everybody calling in. Uh, uh, too, and uh, all the people that are commenting, and we got to read these emails. Off Young says, uh, hope I pronounced that right, man. Um, said, love the show. Uh, just wanted to say I love your show, and as soon as I have a chance, I will go premium. As a single full time father of three children, it inspires me to listen to you. My Aww. comment, my comment is about the Russian shoot. I know, I feel like all the women just panties dropped a little bit. My comment is about the Russians shooting the plane down. They are paying, uh, they are playing, playing, uh, playing, passing blame around like Cobra Commander and Destro are behind the scenes stealing missiles and training terrorists. My bad, rebels. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the other thing. Yet to see anybody call those people terrorists. Oh no, they. It's not been terrible. a while. Uh, if motherfuckers just randomly shot down a plane of like, say it was just mm, three hundred Americans. Um, damn niggas would be called the terrorists every day of our lives. Right. Forever and ever. We're like, oh, you know, the rebels, they're acting up. For the rebels can be terrorists and terrorists can be rebels. Yeah. Let's give them a timeout. Uh, my bad. Rebels on how to use them. The police in one story should, in that one story should have been charged with manslaughter. They're supposed to serve and protect us. Yeah, he's talking about Eric Garner. Uh, I'm shocked that they didn't take dude's cell phone because they are in the news for doing that. Keep doing what you're doing. I'll be praying that for you, and I will leave a thumbs up for each review on Stitcher Radio, each episode of Stitcher Radio. Hey, you're on with the Black Guy Tips. What's up? Oh, Chill. did we lose you? She didn't even respond. Oh, you. Oh, your type is that man up. that'll grab her dick with her hand. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Y'all don't fuck the machine, see? Fuck, fuck. Sky, y'all don't fuck the machine. Y'all don't fuck the machine. What's going on, people? Uh, not much. Can you hear us? Your Skype was acting up at first. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, now we, we hear can. you fine, and, uh, that, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so, uh, what, what makes you call us this morning? What's, what's up? Look, you know, man, I got the. Cause you know I don't know what the fuck going on with the peoples out there, you know. But can you? I I, I gotta represent. Cause this is just some bullshit, you know. Fuck the, I am the feedback master. Fuck that. <laughs> I gotta take my shit back. Fuck this shit. God damn it. You know what I'm saying? All these motherfuckers out there faking. One or two. Man, fuck all you motherfuckers out there. Uh, I'm back. 
the feed master back. The feedback master back. I'm drunk than a bitch up in this motherfucker this morning too. Having a good time. How about you people? What's going on with y'all? We good. Uh, I'm doing good, man. Just dealing with life day by day and uh chilling, man. You know, you know, I I did have a comment. Well, actually, this is an observation, and I I just want to say this. And you know, it, it, it's okay to disagree with me because, like I say, I'm only gonna tell you to suck a dick. If you come at me with some ignorant shit, mm-hmm. you know, if you come at me with some logical shit, we can chop it up, we can get it on, and man love for you. Mm-hmm. But this is my thing. I've been listening, you know, to your shows all week and shit. Just, just, just the news cycles in general and shit. And, you know, I've often said, not necessarily on your show, but just like in my circles mm-hmm. that, um, you know, as the, the the future generations come of age, you know, and with the mingling of the races, you know, everybody having black babies, you know, you got China black babies, Spanish black babies, whatever, Swiss black babies, Russian black babies, whatever, you know, um, things like racism and classism and sexism, you know, are going to be looked at differently, you know, than, than what they are today. But with that being said, I think that, you know, in our attempts to become a more tolerant society, I think that we are walking a fine line between tolerance and and, and between between being a a tolerant society and a judgmental society. And and I I think that that's dangerous because, you know, uh, with tolerance comes no judgment, you know, but with judgment also comes no tolerance. So I just like to caution everybody out there. It's okay to rep, you know, how you rep and stand for what you want to stand for, you know, but you got to keep some, some of the core values and core principles in mind. I'm not here to chastise anybody for what they believe or what they stand for. The only thing I, I ask is that you just be careful about it. You know, um, don't be so quick to call out people, you know, because there's a good chance that somebody can get to digging in y'all shit. And call you out on the same shit. So, you know, so, so, you know, like, like on that tip, you know, look, everybody, you, y'all know how I stand. Live and let live. You know, Rod, I told you, and Rod, Karen, I told you, certain things I don't even involve myself with, you know, when talking with the masses. You know, uh, religion and politics are two of those things. You know why? Because people are stupid. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, just like, you know, a person like 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 um Men in Black, which I think was one of the most uh poignant lines uh, in, in that movie, the first Men in Black, when Tommy Lee Jones was was telling Will Smith about the aliens, a person is smart. People are stupid. They're irrational. Whatever you know. And I think just you know to your listeners out there, just just keep that in mind. But you know, I'm I'm all for change. And look, my thing is this. If you know you're on the right side of history, then there's no need to judge other folks. You just stick with the game plan. You just stick to your message and you just continue to spot your message. That's all you need to do. It's no need to, you know, you know, to call but, somebody out know, to his, judge his, or whatever. Yeah, but here's, you, a, here's a problem, though, Chill. Those people aren't leaving me alone. Like, I don't know if you've been watching my Twitter. But you it, know what, Rod? Hold on. Oh, let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. I don't know if you've been watching Rod, my Twitter. Rod, Rod, like, you know, right. Rod, 
Do we go lose ahead, Phil. I'm sorry. Oh. It's your show. Yes, yeah, I don't. I don't go ahead, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you've been watching my Twitter, but like um, yesterday, I talked I, about. I have though. Right. I, I talked about how Stephen A. Smith uh, said what he said. I didn't mention him. I didn't t- try to fight anybody. I didn't go find anybody. Right now, during the show, somebody just hit me with 30 tweets in a row about if a woman hits a man, and she need to understand that he could do such. I'm not seeking these people out. You know what I'm saying? They're seeking fuck me em. out. And so fuck it's. Em, Rod. Well. Fuck them, Rod. You know, yeah, that's. You know, fuck them. No, right. it's simple, Rod. Fuck them. Block them. Fuck them. Whatever you got to do. Fuck them. Because you know what, Rod? You are too smart of a dude, and you have too much to say on what is right than to get caught up in shallow, uh, one dimensional, uh, obtuse thinking motherfuckers. That's real, Rod. Yeah, but, but that fuck em is, that fuck em is a judgment though. Like you, like that, that fuck em, that, that block em, that, like that is the judgment, you know, that when you were saying like, well, we don't want to pass judgment. If you're on the right side, just do what you do and don't say, like, no, nah, I'm like, I'm going, I am judging you. That when I block these people, I'm like, yeah, I'm judging the fuck out of you. Like, I don't know how we're supposed to expect any level of change if, the people that are right always have to be the people that back down. Like it's, it's just kind of like I, I don't think it's a real recipe for any progress. If if everybody who's like, but you don't have push- to be Rod. That's, that's the thing. But Rod, that's, 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 Rod, Rod, mm-hmm. Rod. This is the thing. It's called lift every voice and sing. All you, all you need is that same unified message. You don't need to judge nobody. Take your message of positivity. Find some more people who got messages of positivity and you all lift your voices. And the thing is, how that's supposed to work is that your voices are supposed to, uh, you know, be louder than those voices of negativity. You don't, you know, like I say, I know, I know how you feel, Rod. Rod, I'm 44. Been there, done that. Know how you feel, even though I've never engaged on it at this level. Because when I was your age, social media, it, it was none. It wasn't none of this shit. This shit was just coming into into play, you know. I, I you know, but even when I was younger, it, it wasn't none of this shit, you know. So, you know, I'm from the old school rod. It was just like we were taught. You handle your business, and it was a certain way you did shit. But and look, I take all things into consideration, but Rod, I'm telling you. You don't have to cater to those people. You just stick with your core message. Karen, you know, just like the same way y'all did, you know, innocent. But I know you're defending yourself. When people come out and they come out against Karen in the way she sounds, it's like I know you got to defend yourself. But I know y'all having fun. I'm sure, you know, you take a little bit of it on the chin because it's like, hey, hold on. You ain't just finna come talk shit to me. And I get that. But at the same time, you and Karen haven't switched up your style. That's my point. You know, Ron, you, 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 you have a voice that is powerful. It is meaningful. Rod, you know, you and your wife, you know, you are the epitome of, you know, it's, it's like black love. That's just one aspect of it. Black intelligence. That's just another aspect of it. You know, um, between you and Karen, you all have so many things going for you that, you know, I understand how it is, Rod. You in the trenches, you gotta, you know, protect your brand. Cause I told you that in the past, protect your motherfucking brand. You damn real. But Rod, I think from where you were then to where you are now, Karen, from mm-hmm. where you were then to where you are now, 
your record speaking is starting to speak for itself. Top 100 podcasts in the in the in the rural, not the world, the rural. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Number one on Podomatic. You got you got these dude bros coming at you. You got Abe and the girl coming at you. You got ah. motherfuckers coming at you for no other reason because they can't fuck with you. That's how you know. Rod Karen, y'all winning. Y'all win it. So I what, what, I, what I guess what I'm trying to say is I would hate to see y'all because y'all got something beautiful going, you know, and I would hate to just see y'all suck down that drain it because it's like ultimately it's like, fuck, you know, it, it, it's like it comes to a point. It's like, OK, fine. I'm going to sit here. And I'm going to get with everybody. Motherfuckers. No, you're above that. Fuck that. Fuck them because you know what? What kills a motherfucker is when you ignore the shit out of them. Let them talk all the shit they want. Ignore their ass, Rob. Y'all got something beautiful, and I'm sorry. I am not gonna stand here, and I'm not gonna let y'all fall. I'm not gonna do that. Well, I will say I'm that I'm not gonna let y'all fall. Here's the thing, though. Like one, um, it's not annoying to me that bad. Like uh, I'm telling them fuck them. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not the person. That- <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the person that's gonna be like to let it, to let it go all the time. Like, uh, we let a lot of shit slide as is. We do. But sometimes you gotta tell a motherfucker to go fuck themselves to their face and respect my honesty. You know what I mean? Respect that I'm being honest and telling you that what I think. Um, also, like, you know, I, I think that in history, there's always gotta be somebody to be like, um, this is wrong, and the people that think this are wrong, you know. And when someone brings it to your doorstep, I would be I would be a hypocrite if 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 someone brought it to my doorstep and I was like, well, it's okay because they're a fan of the show, or it's okay because they they I follow them on Twitter or whatever. Like I, you know, like when I was talking about Michael Sam, you know, I got Sean King, quarterback of Tampa Bay Bucks, arguing with me. You know what I mean? Uh, fucking Warren Sapp. Where is he in his career? Hold on. Where is he in his career? Where are you with yours? Right. No, it doesn't matter. I, I'm not even talking about his career. I'm just saying I don't know how you're supposed to just go, well, I'm just not going to say anything. Block. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to say something because somebody should say something logical. Somebody, people should see both sides of it to a certain extent. I'm not trying but to change Rod, this man's mind, Rod, but I'm, I'm going to get my peace. This is my thing, Rod. But Rod, you can't fight every battle. It's some, it's I'm not some fighting every right. battle. I'm not Rod, fighting every sir. battle, chill. I'm not fighting every battle. Why are you, you yelling at me? I didn't do nothing. I'm not. Cause I didn't I, do nothing. Because that, that, that is a misnomer, man, and I wanted to be clear. I'm letting 90% of this shit go. Like, y'all don't see it because I don't talk. I could be on Twitter every fucking day of my life being like, this dude called me a nigger this morning. Oh, this person right here say they don't like the podcast anymore. Oh, this person right here levels a one-star review. I keep the shit on the low most of the time. The little bit of shit that people do see is because I sometimes I can't take it. I'm just human like everybody else. It's one of the reasons that I'm sympathetic to these... It's one of the reasons I'm Fair sympathetic enough. to these celebrities Fair and shit. Enough. When we talk about some right. of these celebrities, it's one of the reasons I'll be like, well, you know, sometimes niggas have to be like, so, niggas have to push back sometimes. Like, everybody not a saint, you know? Sometimes Kanye got to say what he got to say. Sometimes uh, Kim Kardashian or whatever nigga people don't like, sometimes they got to say something back um, because it happens. And if it was happening to, to y'all, to you, you know what I mean? You would experience too and you'll be like, oh, I get it now. 
you can't always be the bigger person. And that's the only thing I'm saying is I'm not always going to be the bigger person. I'm not capable of it every time. And it's not like I'm like chasing these niggas to the end of the earth. I'm just going, yo, you're wrong. That's it. Right. I didn't say, Rod, I didn't tell you to fight. Rod, I didn't tell you not to fight none of the battles. I just said pick and choose. I am picking and choose. I am picking and choose. That's all. I just want you to understand. I I am. No, but Rod, look, look, Rod, Karen, Mm -hmm. I'm right or die. Nah. People can call me what they want, like even the girl call us cult followers. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm the motherfucking cult follower. Whatever. <laughs> but I ain't never been no, I ain't never been nobody motherfucking whatever. I ain't fuck that. Right. You know, I know who the fuck I am. Right. And Rod, I know times are different today because of social media and the amount of people that your words can reach. I get that versus my day, right. you know. But if you think that I haven't gone through shit, I know you this have. is the way I am. I'm not a leader or a follower. I marched yeah. to the beat of my own drum. Right. And I found out by default that sometimes makes you a leader. Okay. Right. But I don't want none of that. I just say what the fuck I say. Right. And whoever got a problem with it can suck dick. Now y'all know where <laughs> it come from. They can suck fat dick. You know. <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me let me finish let me finish my shit real quick. Hold on. Yeah. Who is that woman who will grab her dick with her hand? Chill. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) The show is a grab her, slap you in the mouth with her. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Chill. That's well, I can dig it. My nigga. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh man, I love but you, you know, chill. Through all that, I, yes. don't, I ain't gonna keep you no longer. I just want to tell you through all this shit. Keep your head up, nigga, and trust me, you got people to ride for you. In the meantime, like I say, handle your business however you see fit right now. Like I say, I just trying to put a bug in your ear. Yeah. Listen to me now. Believe me later on. But, you know, keep living, Rod. As you keep living, you're going to see where I'm coming no. from. Because if you look at everybody in our, in our world, and I'm sorry, in the world, <laughs> who has affected change you know, and has gone against, <clears throat> you know, the status quo, you think of all the shit that they put up with and that they see, right. and then think of what they've done. They've kept to their core message. Some of that shit, yeah, you got to answer. And I, and I agree with that. But for the most part, they stayed with their core message. And that's all I'm saying, Rod. You are on the right side of history. You know, so you know what? That right there, in and of itself, that's all you need. That's going to serve you well. That's, that, that's going to be your ticket to redemption right there. The fact that you're on, you're already on the right side of history, but I get you. But in the meantime, Hey, tell them to suck a dick. But like I say, just don't concern yourself. Somebody. Block them, fuck them, fuck them, block them. You know, if you get too much to it, you know, I just don't want to see you, you know, um, between you and Karen, you know, I just don't want to see, you know, y'all get, you know, burned out and discouraged and just be like, oh my God, all mm. this shit I'm getting. Like, now, if you enjoy telling people to go fuck themselves, I and, do. Yeah, like I said, I read your motherfucking yeah. tweets uh, the day after that damn show telling somebody, yeah, are you a fucking idiot? Uh, yeah. you, your mama swallowed, swallowed, your mama should have swallowed you. And I, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, right. this nigga wildin'. I get it. Right. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing, chill, that I've, I've been saying from, from jump, man. I hold a lot of shit back, but I, I prefer that. So, you know, like, 
It just, on. I, and one last thing. People don't always give uh, me a good ahead. excuse. Like, people don't always give me a good reason to be able to, like, go in. And a lot of these people just give me reasons where I could be like, okay, I don't have to pretend to not, like, to like you. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, okay, cool. You just call me whatever the fuck. Oh, fine. Let's do that then. You know, every once in a while, you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and hold on, just just one one for full disclosure, because mm-hmm. you know I keeps it so real. Right. You know, uh, Keith from Dallas is my nigga, <laughs> and I understand. You know, that's one of the people you had issue with. Like I say, I'm not Chinese. I don't play that. The enemy, like I say, the enemy made me fuck that. I ain't Chinese. I don't <laughs> play that shit. I ride for you, Rod, but I also ride for my nigga Keith from Dallas. That between y'all niggas. Yeah. I fuck with both of y'all niggas. I fuck with you heavy, and I fuck with him heavy. I want this on the record, so it won't be no confusion that I'm playing sides, that I'm two-faced. Fuck that shit. I fuck with both of y'all. Like I say, I would hope that uh, sometime in the future, maybe y'all can rectify this, but in the meantime, you and Karen, y'all my dogs, y'all my nigga, and anybody got a problem with y'all they gonna have to hit me and they gonna suck some dicks oh and before i leave mm-hmm. anybody out there who finna talk some shit uh next week just in case because i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna be doing suck a dick in case y'all talk shit suck <laughs> a dick okay that's all i gotta say i love y'all you too, too. all right peace out y'all peace, peace. Oh, chill is amazing um but yeah i I don't have any problem with Keith. I told him exactly how I felt. So I don't really know. You know, that's one of the reasons I like being honest uh, in my evaluations. So you don't even have to be like, where do we stand? Like, nope. You know exactly what I had a problem with and everything. So I don't. Anyway, moving on. Just uh, I will continue to tell people to go fuck themselves, though. That y'all not going to take my joy. I don't give a fuck what being a bigger person means to y'all. To me, that's my that's my pleasure. <laughs> so uh, we got through uh, Afyong's email. Uh, Mark read, left this one. Uh, he says, five star reviews? Question mark. I quickly become a fan of your podcast, courtesy of Bomani Jones, by way of his podcast and his appearance on Levitars. Your views on news subjects, race matters, and everything in between are educational, entertaining, and insightful right in parentheses i don't know what that means is he saying that not really i don't know i don't know much like you i've obtained a dislike and disdain for true blood started watching season three and your criticism is exactly what mine could would be complete with poking holes and god-awful script and terrible plot lines however one thing is preventing me from becoming a donor or donator and finding you deserving of a five-star review and that is you only read five-star reviews on air now isn't that ironic what does that mean you know what I mean? That's like the only thing keeping me from cheating on you is that you, you know, I mean, from having sex with you is that you want to have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> this seems as though you don't want your fans to hear any criticism they may have of, of you. Not necessarily negative, but what you would consider to be less than favorable. Why? You speak your mind and so do others. For what it's worth, you gave admirable and noteworthy advice to a listener who wanted to know how he could be become successful at what, doing what you do. Missing from that advice was the ability to accept criticism from listeners and how to learn from it or reject it as bullshit altogether. Well, do you really need that advice? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. Um, there, 
the five star review policy is pretty much that like um in order we don't tell anybody they have to say a positive review yeah we've had people leave us five stars and talk shit but we read it on the air because it was five stars right if you pay attention to what we're saying it's it doesn't matter what you say in a five star review so if you don't like the show if you feel that it needs whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. uh if you leave a five star review we'll read it on the air now i've read every single review we've ever gotten on itunes even the ones that are less than five stars we just haven't read it on the show right um and you'll be amazed at the lack of constructive criticism. Like, I think what it is is that a lot of people frame it in their mind of, well, obviously everyone who's leaving a one-star review is giving some sort of constructive criticism Mm-mm. or, you know, if they leave a four-star review, they, they like it, but they don't like it. They like, they think it needs some work. Mm-mm. You know, I saw one today where someone left us four stars and their, you know what their criticism was? I need a new co-host. How do I fix that? Do I marry another person? Do I, live in a different house do i do away with the other 700 or something episodes yeah um do i start sharing bank accounts with a new person um is that constructive at all like how do i fit like what is constructive about that you know and not to mention the ones that you know criticize our accents Mm -hmm. criticize um the fact that we're black and we have opinions that right. are, that, that that a white person hasn't approved of it already. Right. For the fact we talk about issues about women, issues right. about race, issues about LGBTs. We talk about uh, uh, when we talked about hair, like a right. lot of times uh, and, and a lot of times the people that uh, leave less than five star reviews, not all, but a lot of them have issues with something we said on the show. So right. this is their quote unquote way of getting you back is by running on iTunes and leaving five star, leaving a one star review or, or, or a four star read, whatever it is, and a lot of times you go back and look in the history. It's the only five star review. I mean, review that they left. So you mean to tell me I put that much passion in you that you couldn't take the effort to put five stars so you could hear my response on the air? Yeah, you know what else is funny too though is we created this platform. Um, we started a five star review policy for everybody. Nobody right. was doing this shit before us. Period. Nobody was. People weren't even reading their reviews on right. the air of any ilk. So the fact that we gave people a voice, uh, fans of the show, people that don't like the show, the f- people weren't even doing fucking feedback shows before us. Like, the, you're fucking welcome. You know what I mean? Like, as a, as a person, this idea that you now are so entitled to that you feel that anybody that says anything should be allowed on the platform because Mm -hmm. fuck it it's mine too Mm -mm. that 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 you're the fact that you can feel that entitlement is all due to me and karen who sat here and were like you know what why don't we read the feedback oh you know what else if you leave a review we'll read that uh read that too but but we want to move up in the rankings make it five stars if you don't like the show cool put it in there tell us what you don't like make it five stars you know, and it also shows that people can leave, read it, like actually listen to the show. Right. Because if you leave five star review, I know you left. I know you listen to, to the, the show. show. Even if you tell us to go fuck ourselves, I know you listen to the show. As opposed to people that leave one star because they got mad at something I said on Twitter. Right. Or people that leave one star because uh, they didn't agree with one thing that we said, but they don't listen to the show regularly. They don't know. Or they don't like my voice or they don't like Karen's voice. I don't, I'm not here to open myself up for you to troll me on my shit. Right, cause it's mine. Right, like you don't play, like if you don't pay for the fucking, um, uh, the, the, the web hosting fees, you don't pay for this equipment, you don't pay rent here, you don't, then you don't, you, I don't, I wouldn't let you walk in my house and tell me you don't like my furniture. 
I'm not going to let you come on my show and tell me you don't like anything about the podcast unless you pay the fucking toll. Put in on this with them five stars, and you're more than welcome to get your one shot at whatever the mad fucked up shit you want to say about us. Um, so that's it. That's also part of it. The other thing is, a lot of times people that are speaking the way you speak, y'all don't really support anybody. Support, don't support a goddamn like, thing. What are you holding a five star review hostage or holding your donation hostage? Well, if you, if you would let me insult you, then I, I would, I, I would feel like I need to donate. Would you? Really? Is that, no. should I, should I go outside and wait by the mailbox for that to come? Because I feel like I'm going to die. All right. And I'm sorry, chill, but these niggas need to be addressed. All right? I know you said I should have been above it. I can't help it. They can't <laughs> bring it to my doorstep. What am I supposed to say? Anyway, he said, for what it's worth, you, you know, we gave advice on how to become successful. Uh, oh, also, um, here's the other reason that I don't really take a lot of criticism from listeners uh, about, you know, the show uh, for a lot of stuff is because, one, we've either already thought of it. And we know. Yeah, a lot of times we've already thought of it. Yeah, either we already thought of it and we know it, like this would improve the quality, that, this, that, and the other. Are we planning or, on it? Are we working on it? Yeah, yeah. We, we would like to do a show based on this. We would like to do that. So that's part of it. Um, the other part of it is some of the criticism is so, um, is, is so uninformed. Like, right. They just don't know. You know, like the person is like, why don't you make the show like a radio show? Cause, cause I don't want to do a radio show. We started the show. Like, what about us? Cause more than anyone else, even, and I mean, even since we go on premium, anything, the people that are premium, the people that do support the show, even financially, they're paying for us to be us. They, right. They're not paying to be like, all right, now go and, uh, be some other people. You know, I feel like this is not an act. Yeah, I feel like you should kind of have some respect for the fact that um, we built this and other people aren't able to build it. So we might be doing something wrong and you might want to listen to us versus the other way. You know what I mean? Like, I can't listen to a dude who's never done shit tell me, oh, hey, well, what you need to do is uh, make the show 30 minutes. Okay, guy who's never done shit, what have you done with your 30 minute show? Oh, you don't have one. Right. Or you, or, or you do have one and it's terrible and no one listens to it. Or Right. Or oh, I should listen to feedback. Feedback that you never have to deal with the consequences of. Feedback yeah. that's not constantly ridiculing and uh, criticizing you for everything, right? You're not getting that feedback. Right. If okay. someone, like if one of the criticisms will say something like, hey, I don't watch True Blood. Can you guys stop reviewing it? And then now your ass don't have a favorite segment because we listen to one dude on, 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 on whatever, right? So yeah, I don't, I prefer not to allow those people a, a platform. And I, and a, a lot of times I've seen other podcasters that do this where they bring up all the people that don't like their show, put them on the, sh- you know, bring them, uh, read their feedback, read their names, talk about their, everything they dislike about them. And then, at the end of the day, they've kind of encouraged more of that because they do it so often that people feel like this is a back and forth. This is a relationship now. Hey, every week you read my email about how I fucking hate you and your wife. So I'm a writer. Yeah. I will be writing an email next Sunday. I, I don't want to deal with that. No, and we don't want to. And people have tried that. But, it's, right. but, but that's one thing about us. Truth be told, we don't deal with certain types of bullshit people, Put yeah. period. There's certain audiences that we just don't want, period. I know that that might limit the how big we grow, 
but there are certain things that we just will not put up with. All um, attention ain't good attention. And being popular to everybody is not always good. And if we have set standards and we say this is what we will deal with, this is what we won't deal with. Because at the end of the day, we control the content on our show. Right. This is that. Yeah. So now I'm sure the rest of this email is going to go on. And I feel like you will justify exactly my point before we get to the end and all right so let's go you have a public voice and a wide fan base that seems to favor you as i do i'm sure that that same public not only admires and praises you but also has opinions of you that you may not agree with yeah they write feedback every week we see them on twitter yeah it happens all the time yeah a lot of people write in consistently that we don't agree with a a review right a review on itunes is the only way to contact us and it's not the only way to disagree with us Mm But if you write a review on iTunes, uh, just make it five stars and then tell us we ain't shit. That's right. all. If you, if you if your ego is too big to even do that, then I can't respect you in the first place. Mm-mm. So you give away, he said, here's one of his criticisms. So you give away guess the race by reading the names on the air. Big deal. Maybe others have noticed that too. But I don't think anyone's asking you to change. If they are, fuck them. So... Your advice is to listen to this dumb advice and then go fuck them in the end anyway. What 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 are y'all saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, hey, fuck these haters. That's what I said. Fuck them. Yeah, but you know, don't let them drag you down. Just tell them to f- go fuck themselves. Yeah, it's not dragging me down. Everybody, guess what? I'm living high as fuck right now. My life is brilliant. Understand? This my life has never been better. Karen's the best boss I've ever had in my life. <laughs> you fans are the best customers at any job I've ever had. Period. Right, because we 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 did with the praises. Like like I I think people forget about the praises. No, even with the negativity. Yeah. Even with it, this is better than anything I've ever done. I take all my shits at home. You understand what I'm saying, dog? <laughs> like this is nothing to me. You don't got to take him at the job. You said, this is literally nothing to me. I not, you, you want to leave me a two star review, a one star review. Go, no one's stopping you. I can't control what kind of review you leave. Mm -mm. All you know is that I won't read it on the air. Right. Why are you, why would that make you so mad? Why would you go, and this is what's keeping me from donating. Keep your fucking money. Right. Matter of fact, let's see. Uh, if I see you try to donate to the show, I will refund the money and say, no, thank you. I don't want to deal with it. Like, I don't need you holding it hostage. Right. Cause you're not buying us. Yeah. This is like, I'm not, yeah, we're not for sale. Right. I think we're people, people think and we do a service, but the service is us being ourselves. Right. It's what we built, you know, it's valuable to people. You know, we do have value and people let us know that every day. Yes, they do. It's the best part of Saturday. Honestly, my favorite part of Saturday is knowing people really fuck with us, dog. Right. Cause they don't have to. And I've said that from day one. Right, and they I could easily, to anyway. Yeah, I could easily be putting my resume back on fucking wherever and looking for a job again. I'm glad that people stick around, but we are not your toys. No. We do what we want. We're not your pets, and we will be respected. That's all. It's, it's not that simple. It's not that hard to deal with. If you, it, This email has been respectful. Yes, it has. Which is why, you know, if this email, I wouldn't be reading this email if this email was fuck you, fuck your wife, you bitch, bitch ass nigga, I hate you, hate your pocket. I wouldn't be reading this. You want me to start reading those? Cause I don't want to start reading them. 
and I and I it wouldn't it wouldn't help any of us. Mm-hmm. And we get those. We sure do. We don't read them directly to trash. Mark as spam. Right. Uh, you gotta protect your own mental health out here, guys. Can't yes, you here, do. Can't be out here letting these niggas get too much. Um, so yeah, uh, keep doing what you're doing and now you're doing it. I'm sure you have your reasons for only reading five stars, but really, really hurt to read what others think. Well, I'm reading what you think. Mm-hmm. I enjoy your podcast. I, I, I'm also a Charlotte resident. If I catch you in these streets, nah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Where you live, Mark? Where you live, dog? Nah, you good. Uh, I'm gonna check you. I'm gonna check your, uh, I'm gonna see when you're checking in on, on Facebook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I don't care enough. Can you imagine? You just show up at Target like, what's, what's that shit you said, Mark? Huh? <laughs> no. I'm about to give you five stars to the face. Um, I'm also a Charlotte resident. will continue to listen to you. No, Mark, you are no longer allowed to listen. You don't like when I give the names away during rest of the race. By the way, the reason we, I love doing the names during guest the race, cause sometimes it changes people's guests. It does. It and, does. And, and sometimes it's the thing that makes them wrong. And like, I want to give you as much info as possible without telling you the actual race. Me too. Because it make it just points out how fucking prejudiced we all are. Yes. Cause that's like, and his name was Terry McGinnis. I'm like, Terry McGinnis. And that sounds Irish. And it's like, it was a black dude. Damn. I so, thought yeah. I was close. Yeah. I My know. racism was off. Yeah, or her name's Melissa Melendez. Oh, Mexican. Yeah. He, all these next, all these, all this stuff. Oh, no, she's a white lady. She just married a Latino dude. Oh, oh, um. you racist sons of bitches. <laughs> I enjoy it. Yeah. So sincerely, Mark Melendez, guess the race. Um, I don't know. Maybe you're adopted. Okay. Not going to catch me with that racism. I responded to his email. I told him he need to submit that to iTunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> submit that and to we'll iTunes. And we read it again. Put five stars on it. Mm hmm. <laughs> Oh man, people are so entitled now. Uh, Alicia writes in second Ike Turner reference. A hearty salutations to the coolest podcasting couple I know. I'm writing in because I just got done listening to episode 744, Where is the Love? And it got me a little flared up about what smart quote unquote Coco said about Karen. This heifer done lost her damn mind. <laughs> I want to know who died and made her queen of the U.S. vernacular. What makes her the end all be all of how people should speak? And the runaway slave comment made me gasp out loud. I work in a biology lab. I could be disturbing airflow and abruptly breathing in air like that. <laughs> it just shook me to see someone attack Karen like that. It ain't the first time. It won't be the last. God, clear it won't. Niggas hate your happy. Uh, for some reason they do. And I, I and it's, it's a genuine happiness, y'all. I am 100% happy. And I, and, and I think it comes from several things. I think a lot of times they think I'm the weaker link. Yeah. A lot of times, uh, that's why they attack me to get at Roderick. I've even had, uh, especially with uh, Roderick talking to people about the Tony Dungy and about the Stephen A. Smith stuff. Roger would go talk to these people. He'll block these people and don't talk to them. They'll come at me. I'm like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't even respond. I just block them. Like, uh, one dude hit me up talking about, talking about hey, why your um, uh, punk-ass husband... Uh, 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 who wears the pants in your relationship? I was like, nigga, block. Who are you? Why are you at me? Fuck you. Like, right. I, a lot of times I think that um, they fail to realize that we are married, right? So it don't mean I can't be an asshole. I just opt not to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Karen uh, is 
she just don't like she don't have time for y'all honestly no just, no i I, I make the time i am the number one blocker block 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 yep. block block fuck you block 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 you some more sergey blocker um so she said um uh people really do believe that if a person has a place in the public eye it's okay to publicly attack and or berate them yeah people really think like y'all celebrities like i really wish that was Which, not true like you know what i mean like i wish no one thought that about us because then maybe they wouldn't be like let me go knock this person down but honestly right. if you put anything out for public consumption somebody is always going to be around the shit on you because their life ain't doing too good right and they're not happy with themselves yep um like it's been like that for like from the jump the the, the best thing the best defense against it honestly though is people like you people um you know, like, there's a ton of people on Twitter, like, and I never want them to, uh, feel taken for granted. Um, mm-hmm. ton of people on Facebook, like, there's a, I'm not alone. Like, I'm not on the, for, like, I'm not on the edge of, uh, my political leanings. I'm not on the edge of my, uh, moral beliefs. I'm not on the edge of my, any of this shit. There's a ton of people that have done all kinds of groundwork. There's a ton of us that are together. This show every week reminds me of how many other people out there are like us. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy for it. I'm happy to have a place. I know that people that listen are happy to have a place where they can go where it's not just the typical bullshit that you're seeing. And, uh, yeah, I do judge and i do uh push back on shit but uh we get judged and we get pushed back on all the time too yes we do um it's it's just part of life Mm -hmm. um but i i know my point of view and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna fight for it if i believe in it you know um i i feel like people that run away a lot of times they don't believe in this shit so we will continue to be publicly attacked and berated by some people Mm-hmm. But we'll be publicly loved on by way more fucking people than that. Right. And that's what keeps us motivated. Right. And that's that'll keep them motivated to keep saying bad shit. But it'll keep me motivated to keep doing the show. Keep fucking with y'all to mm-hmm. keep like you really can't underestimate it, dog. You know, um, maybe we repeat our points too often and we get repetitive and we're long winded. But God damn it. Some people like that shit. So it's cool. Right. Uh, I, it's like how fans treat athletes. They think they can say whatever and no one should say anything back to them. Mm-hmm. Having lived in the South my whole life, I've gotten some dumb comments from people from other parts of the U.S. A few months ago, I was talking to this lady about how uh, after I got my MFA in interior design, I wanted to go work on the West Coast. You know this heifer had the gall to tell me that I wouldn't get much work because of my accent? She said that I would have to lose it if I wanted to be able to work with a variety of people. In my head, I was trying to decide whether I should go tell her to go fuck yourself in Elon's voice or comment on how she could possibly increase her own productivity by modifying her appearance, i.e. taking better care of those damaged edges or wearing a better bra. But I decided against those options. <laughs> Wisely, probably. I mean, <laughs> it is your job. It's your job, right. you know. I calmly replied, ma'am, my accent is charming and hit her with some side eye. I don't remember anything she said after that because I was busy screaming in my head, as Ike Turner, the accent stays. The accent got my daddy blood on it. Right. I don't blame you. <laughs> like when Ike Turner's talking about his name. Yeah, man. Um, that's the thing too. Like when people say ignorant shit like that, it's just it can throw you off so bad, you know. Um, uh, and as you try not to, and a lot of times I feel like, and when I've been in situations like that, and I couldn't say anything or I didn't say anything, I have been like. 
I wish I had an outlet to say what I wanted to say. And this show has been that for a lot of stuff. Right. Um, and, uh, I think it's given me the confidence to say some of this shit to people's face and not be like, what the fuck are they going to do? You know, it's just my opinion. That's it. Just your opinion. That's you know, all. Just being honest. But in all seriousness, I agree with what y'all say about people like that. They're projecting their own self hatred on the others. Um, yeah, it's, you, you ever notice like it's right when we talk about controversial topics that we start getting the, slew of the bad reviews or the random twitter person that doesn't like you anymore the person on face it's always right when i start being like yo it's fucked up what tony dungy said you know i don't care for the way that the length of the show is now too long it's like oh so it was fine before this it just happened that okay all right cool i understand it just happened you disagree with everything i said the last two days okay Mm -hmm. but uh but it's my it's my accent though yes sir um, before I go, I have two things to say. One, that guy who called in about Karen's rants tried me. I got mad and I'm not even part of the show. <laughs> Karen's rants do make me feel, get that feeling in my stomach that you get when you hear your mama coming down the hall after she said she was fitting to get you a whooping. You can tell she's being serious and you are going to listen. I know. Number two, I miss chill, man. When she called in on that one feedback episode, I totally fangirled out. Chill telling people to suck her dicks just gets me. Thanks for all you do. Uh, no problem, man. Well, she'll like this one because you just heard Chill. Yeah. Thanks to, thank you, Alicia. And I got to yell at Chill today, so that's already a plus. And normally that's reverse. Normally Chill yells at you. Yeah. You know how I like, <laughs> you, like, that you can tell that Chill is my nigga because um, we, we have yelled at each other more than once on more than one occasion. <laughs> and uh, every time I pick up that phone, it's like, Chill! In my mind, like, every fucking time. <laughs> like, <laughs> Because we love that woman. Yeah. Well, he called, she called me on my cell the other day. I was like, what's up, dog? And like, and I was actually, you know, dealing with these niggas, you know, talking this shit. And she called and was like, you all right? And I'm like, man, that's, that's, that's a fucking friend, dog. Yes, she is. Hashtag them felons. Hello, the black autist from Dust Daughter. She says, have you ever considered doing a podcast on Orange is the New Black? I'm pretty sure you'd enjoy it more than True Blood. First of all, I probably enjoy it. Anything more than true blood. Right, but we haven't got to that show very yet. Very low blow, the very low bar. Take care, Dee Dee. Um, here's the thing, Dee Dee. Um, put out. We are swamped with shows. It's not even that. No, I am kind of against, uh, Orange is the New Black. All Uh-oh. right. I've been holding it in. Uh, I'm sure it's good, but the people that did it did weeds, and I hate weeds. I just can't imagine it's gonna be different, man. Maybe oh, it the is. Same director. Maybe, yeah, same director, same, you know, type of idea. Like, look, it's a white woman, a precious white flower. And she's in a horrible situation. But don't worry, guys. Everything works out. <laughs> it, matter of fact, it's funny. It's kind of funny, isn't it? These drug dealers and minorities and inmates. It's kind of funny. And at the end of the day, you know what we learn? They're people too. They're people too. <laughs> like I don't know, man. I like I just feel like I'm a I'm gonna be hating on it, and I don't want to be hating on everybody's favorite show. Yeah, you probably watch it after it's after the whole thing ends. You probably yeah, go back and watch. I, I've been it. avoiding yeah. it because I don't want to be that guy who watches Orange is the New Black and doesn't like it or has preconceived notions. So I'm just chilling. Um, maybe I'll try to catch it on Netflix at some point, but I'm just. You know, I, I I would rather watch The Strain or something else right now, man. Now, I like The Strain. That's my shit right now. Yeah. Since we ain't got no Walking Dead. Damn, Tony. This is from Eric. He says, 
So I decided to check the Dan, Dan Patrick podcast since I haven't listened in a while. It was early in the morning. And I wanted to say TBGWT for last. Didn't want to peak too early. Not really paying attention. I just happened to download Dungy's Controversy episode. And these cats weren't just drinking the Kool-Aid. They were guzzling that shit by the gallon. Dan Patrick tried to give Dungy an out and suggest that he was speaking from the POV of a head coach. And most other uh, most of the callers to the show fell right in line. Even those who claimed that he was based his, uh, on his religious views called him honest. What he said was honestly ignorant. It gets better, worse. They start bringing up his supporter Vic and Tebow despite their distractions. By the way, we played this whole interview on Balls Deep yesterday, uh, Thursday. Vic was an easy call, so he wasn't going to walk down that same path again. Tebow's example was really fucked up. Supposedly, Tebow was worth the trouble because he had first-round talent, but only two people in all of football thought he was a first-rounder, and that was Josh McDaniels and Dungy. Everyone called this guy a second- or third-round pick. On the other hand, Sam isn't worth the trouble because he was a seventh-round pick and a marginal player. That's bullshit. He was the best defensive player in the best conference in the nation. Well, Cody, co-defensive player, but I agree. The only conference that still plays defense. And after a bad combine, he was still slotted in the mid round. Now they want me to believe Tebow, a quarterback who couldn't throw a fit, was was, <laughs> was first round talent. Meanwhile, Sam's fall to the last round had nothing to do with his sexuality, all while discussing his sexuality. Yeah, the, I just can't believe that people believe the league is homo is 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 sexist. They believe it's misogynistic. They believe the league is racist, but, but somehow is not, not homophobic. Right. Like it, and it those was, are cousins and family members. Yeah, it will be above that. That just seems stupid. Either way, Dungy was wrong. Either he's willing to deny Sam an employment opportunity based on his sexual preference, or he's being hypocritical of support for players who may bring some distraction. Totally off subject. Well, before we move to the next subject. Um, yeah, uh, that distraction word is what he's hiding behind. That's it. That's all it is to it, that distraction word, because uh, – Drugs not distracting enough, uh, beating your woman not distracting enough, sexual assault not distracting enough, conspiracy to commit murder trial not distracting enough. Uh, but this is too distracting, guys. This, oh, what are we going to do? No one was talking about it until Tony Dungy, but it's too distracting. Okay. Right. Totally off subject, but don't you think they should give the new Captain America a short, fat, white sidekick who's always fucking up, but Cap keeps him around because he does all the household chores and is a really good cook? He could be called second place. Oh, Lord. That's a joke about black Captain America. Um, James writes in at Crazy Weekend Sports. Hey, Ryan and Karen. Um, it's James again and not that other a-hole who I think name was James who left that voicemail last week about how he wanted Karen to stop talking as much. That guy made all Jameses look bad, but nevertheless, oh. great week of podcast. I had a really heavy workload this week, so I appreciate you guys uh, for simply doing what you do on the basis of on a weekly basis for TBGWT Nation. The Tony Dungy discussion you, Karen, and Justin had was excellent. Tony's comments didn't surprise me, unfortunately. He took the easy way out, contrary to popular belief. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, It didn't surprise me either. Um, I wish I could say I was surprised when uh, you find out that someone like that um, is, uh, you know, saying stuff like, I don't agree with that lifestyle and shit, but it's so common at this point. Is it surprising? I think it's more surprising when people find out that I'm like, that's bullshit. That That's when I, what? How could you? It's dungeon. You don't respect his honesty at least? It's like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, then I get treated like I'm the criminal. Where's my respect for my <laughs> honesty? Respect right. my honesty and pat me on the back for being brave enough to say it, guys. What would have been, would have, would have actually been quote unquote brave, like 
the the term people have been using a lot lately about people who proclaim their bigotry is that if he would have said, Hey, I believe in God and I would have still drafted him. I can't believe that some of these ESPN analysts are saying this talent level isn't worth the distraction, which sounds so disrespectful. This man in January was at the very least going to the fifth round and we're supposed to believe a poor combine trumps an SEC co-defensive player of the year award and season. Tony used the word distraction. Using the word distraction was interesting too, because what really, what's really the distraction? Media is going to be there regardless. So what I'm taking from that is that him simply being gay is a distraction. I was under the impression that if he, he if, if it, that if the coaches, I mean that it was the coaches and other staff members' job to handle these distractions. Right? Yeah, very seems simple to me. Like, hey, you're a distraction. I'm the coach, and I, this is the GM. Oh, yeah, wait, that's our job to handle distractions. No problem. Got it. Yeah, it's just about what distractions you want to, quote, unquote, deal with. Right. And in this case, nobody wants to deal with them being gay, whatever that means. I saw you tweet your tweet, Rod, saying that you were really considering being an atheist from now on. I'm not sure if you were really being serious, but I don't blame you. This, honestly, man, the stuff I'm seeing people say in the name of religion over this Michael Sam shit is... Like, if you could see the shit people were saying, it's the closest I've ever been to being like, why do I even give a fuck? Like, because I, I really can't stress that not everybody believes the same shit. And if, True. it doesn't matter what your religion is. If you can't respect the fact that not everybody believes the same shit, then how are you going to navigate the world? Like, there's too many people on the earth that believe various things at various different levels. Right. If we start walking around patting people on the back for being intolerant, how the fuck are we going to, like, make it? I refuse to be part of these people that pat someone on the back for voicing their intolerance. I'm sorry. Like I said, anytime I – it's funny because anytime I switch it to race, I you don't get these responses from the black people specifically – that I'm seeing that co-sign this shit. They always back off. Well, anytime I'm like, okay, let's say I'm against interracial marriage and I say that shit. Are you applying my honesty? Nah, that, well, that's different. I mean, let's say I'm against black people being quarterback or black head coaches. Are you, are, would you be like, at least he's honest that he ain't gonna hire no black people? No. You have a problem with that. We all know that it's not right. Right. And I personally don't think homosexuality is a choice i don't think it's a lifestyle i think people are all kinds of spectrums of sexuality we're just getting to understand and we're just letting people have a voice about it and people already want to silence it like five years ago i didn't know the fuck transgender was oh me either never heard of it right i didn't you know i like it's just very weird to to care so much about other people's sexuality that you say and do things like this and then throw god up as a shield in front of it as a reason to to actually dislike somebody or belittle that person or make them feel like they're less than you it just it's such a bad thing to do and it it was happening so much as a defense for this stuff that like i said is it made me lose a lot of respect for a lot of people me too um and it really is the closest i've ever been to just being like i don't know what i believe i just know i don't believe in this shit i don't believe in what y'all are doing to people uh, but I personally don't let these fools mess up my personal relationship with God, but like I don't let my single friends ruin my other personal relationship. 
So you believe somebody died for you and afterwards gave you a choice to believe in him and you go running around making laws to not give people a choice of birth control and condoms? Right. I'm pretty comfortable in saying that most of these people use a religion thing to make their bigotry sound better. I agree because I know people. I Like the part that freaks me out is like I know too many people that are religious but don't believe that you should be able to like keep this dude from getting a job. Right. Or keep him from getting married or... I know these people believe in birth control. So, so it's like when people throw it up as a shield, I want to just be like, well, you know what? I don't believe in any of that shit. So you got to stop using that as any reason for me. Like, cause it, cause that's what happened. That's what, that's what I was trying to say on Twitter is it's so frustrating sometimes. Cause you're like, well, uh, you know, when you call somebody's sexuality, a lifestyle, you're really being condescending and you're actually, disrespecting them and the person's like well it's my religion that's just my belief and you're like okay well i don't believe that so now what we've we're at an impasse can we end this conversation now then right there's no there's no reason for us to further this conversation yeah i don't believe in the interracial lifestyle i don't believe in the uh (laughs) you know it's so much stupid i don't believe in women being able to have birth control lifestyle right like what about the promiscuous nfl lifestyle of having multiple women father your children out of wedlock that's not in the bible that's that's not cool but with no one that disagrees with that lifestyle right that's fine because everybody's doing it what the fuck um anyway uh Pretty comfortable in saying these people only use a religion thing to make their bigotry sound better. The contradiction in in Dungy's statement is crazy, as you guys have already said earlier. The sad thing is that Tony spoke for for the NFL conscience in what he said, as it couldn't be get worse, as if it couldn't get worse. Ray Rice getting just two games, and Stephen A. basically trying to give tips to women on how not to provoke and get beat, as if women ever deserve to have someone put their hands on them. Right. Nobody should hit anybody, regardless of gender. But there's people on media platforms trying to justify hitting women. Most of these guys on social media that are talking about how they would knock out their women if they acted up don't have women at all. Right. right. Or they never have put their hands on a woman and never will put their hands on a woman. I'm young, but with all women that I have been with, I've never had to raise my voice, let alone a finger at a woman. Because it's, it's, it's because maybe it's because I'm lucky. Maybe it's because I don't hate women. Who knows? Yeah, I think a lot of men resent women getting so much progress in such a short period of time. And yeah. the only way they can really feel dominant and powerful is to domineer physically over women or imply that they would via social media or whatever platforms they have. And that's what a lot of this is about. Like these women need to respect me because you put your hands on me. You you don't know what's going to happen. You, you never know what a man going to do. And it's like, well, would you hit a woman? Well, nah, I wouldn't do it personally. Well, then yeah. shut the fuck up. Right. Because you don't really believe that. You don't really think. No. And honestly, even when I fought human men, even when I fought men, there's been times in my life where I'm like, I wish I had found another way. Right. Because it's such a last resort. Putting your hands on somebody, anything can happen to you, period. Right. Any gender, any whatever. No one is advocating you should be okay with hitting Anybody, I, 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 my entire timeline is full of people right now. Like, well, Rod, why, a woman shouldn't be able to hit a man, and, and I'm like, who is advocating for this? It's a right. straw man argument. I haven't seen one person say it's okay for men to hit women to hit men, but not men to hit women. I haven't seen anyone that said that. No, you know, I still think if a woman hits you, the the best thing you can fucking do, call the police, 
press charges, get away from the situation. There's tons of options that lead to you not hitting a woman. Right. And more importantly, if I can't convince you to do it out of just sheer like morality and trying to be above it, how about this? You're, most of these dudes talking to shit are black. Do you need another reason to be in police custody? You know, like you're part like this idea, this culture, this shit is part of the reason uh Aaron Gar Eric Gardner is dead. This part of the reason that Trayvon Martin is dead. Mm-hmm. Us promoting this idea of violence is the answer to every fucking thing is not helpful in any way. We we can be above this. As men, as a culture of black people, as hip hop, everything, we can be above this. We're more than just fucking savages. And I won't let everybody just go, go start believing that and promoting that because it's convenient this time to, to try to, you know, defend Stephen A. Smith or Ray Rice's terrible comments. Uh, like I said, we'll talk about it tomorrow for okay. sure. Yeah. We'll go into detail, but yeah. Yeah. I, no, I, I'm not, I'm not backing down off that shit. Um, so maybe I'm lucky because I don't hate women. Who knows? But anyways, I hope this was concise and not too wordy. I love the compelling content you guys provide. Peace. Well, thank you, James. Peace. We talk about this shit because nobody else can. Right. Or nobody else will. will. Or sometimes uh, we just do it better than other people. True. Even though sometimes we do get a little long-winded and repetitive. But that's all right. You cut me deep, Key Lime Pie. You cut me deep. Are you happy? <laughs> Your guesses were so racist. I'm gonna miss you in the chat. Thank you. This is from Abel. Dear Rod and Karen, I was listening to episode 748 and I had to stop and write you. I had donated and I didn't have anything to write until I started listening to Rod and his accident. I was in an accident about a week ago and also I have Geico insurance. I was leaving the shopping plaza after dropping my boys off, getting their haircut. It was a light drizzle out. I was stopped behind a car that was yielding to oncoming traffic. The driver decided to go in reverse and hit the front of my car. Oh. oh. That's, that's a nightmare. The first was that she asked if I, the first thing she asked was if I was going to call the police. Hell yes. Right. She was not happy about that at all. Yeah. I hate when, I hate these fuckers who get in a wreck and then go, are you going to, are you, are you going to, uh, like report this to insurance? You going to call, you going to call, I mean, can we like work this out? I don't know you. Right. So now what? If you leave the scene of the crime and I gotta hope you give me a call? I don't know you nigga. Right. Or you, you turn around and smack me with a fucking lawsuit. Fuck you. Yes, I'm calling the police. He was not happy about, she was not happy about that at all. My daughter was looking at her as I called the police and said, Mama, she mean mugging you. Ha! <laughs> Second, she came over and looked at the damage and said, if it's just your head, like, I can pay you for that and you don't have to call the police. Nope. She shouldn't be out here driving without a license or whatever legal shit you doing. Right. She hit me so she hit me so hard the passenger door wouldn't open all the way. Wow. It's just your head like okay. Third, she had a new car, but wasn't able to find her insurance. The police helped her find it. Yeah. I know they did. See, that's my nightmare about these wrecks. Like I always worry about. It. That's what Karen and I were voicing was you know, so much can go wrong. You're just like, man, please just be a nice person. Right. Don't be an asshole. Don't come over here try to fight me. Don't come busting out my window. Yeah. You know, like, like I remember your, your mama was talking about this one time. She was saying that she ended up getting in an accident and the person that hit her was like a 16 year old. He ended up skipping school with his girlfriend. He wasn't supposed to be driving. 
And he was like, well, I offer you all the money I got in my pocket. Your mom was like, uh, nigga, that's not enough. Yes, I'm calling the police. And, hey, your ass shouldn't have been here. You should have been at goddamn school and you wouldn't have had this problem. Sorry, nigga. You, you got to deal with your parents now. Mm-hmm. And tell me I pay for a flashlight. I mean, not a flashlight, a, a light bulb and your fucking door can't open. No. She must, she must have been backing up hard as fuck, too. Right. She must have been flying. You know, she must have been still hitting that why Boom. is it why is the car not going back right maybe if i just press the gas a little further um so yeah she said uh <laughs> she couldn't find her insurance but then the police came she found it magically fourth the insurance she gave she only paid it on it long enough to get her tag and title so five hundred dollars out of my pocket for her quote-unquote mistake i'm pissed how are you going to drive a new car and not have a proper insurance? But this is Florida. Oh, Florida. And this is the highest insurance I have ever paid, and I have a clean driving record. So I thank you, Rod, for telling me that I don't need to pay for my car until I pick it up. I called Geico because I was waiting on them to, quote, unquote, find her insurance and said, fix my baby now. Money, money well spent on the black guy tips. Mm-hmm. But I love you guys. April love. P.S. Since I swallowed a uh, glass, since I wait, since I swallowed glass, a baby, I had I love Karen's. Um, I don't know, that's some type of autocorrect thing. Since I swallowed something, a baby, swallowed glass, a baby. Um, <laughs> Guaranteed, that, that's that autocorrect. A, is that a term I don't know? Because no. just want to make sure. Okay, might have been like some new gay slang that we that the, yeah. that the white men is co-opting for my women. Not just gonna be on top of it. <laughs> I don't need this is too 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 technical for me. If I'm watching Bravo, they talking about, you know, I swallow glass of baby. baby. I'm okay. like, what was what's going on here? And I was spilling the tea. Um <laughs> I love Karen's country sweet aunt voice and never get enough of her saying baby. And since I could I get that de- delicate southern draw, it seems like you could get anyone to do anything if you put baby or uh, or, or sweetie with it. Oh. Well, that's why she does it, honestly. You guys figured it out. Nick Juice says, hey, boo. I mean, (laughs) hold on. Hey, boo. Somebody rocking, knocking the boo. Yeah. Uh, I hey Rod and Karen just wanted to drop my two cents in the bucket as the official theater nerd of the Blackout Tips Nation. I don't think that's my actual title, but semantics. The official thespian of the Blackout Tips is what you are. Mm-hmm. I think it's lovely that Nathan Lane has tolerance for straight actors playing gay roles. I don't care either way. I just want them to be good at it. I agree. Right. I'd rather a homophobic actor bow out of the role like the guy in True Blood than give us shallow a shallow stereotypical portrayal of what he thinks gay looks like. In my opinion, you should be going after the heart of a character that what motivates them and how they interact with other characters rather than trying to play gay. In general, I don't have a problem with actors turning down roles when they go against their quote-unquote values. I don't do nudity on stage. I once was called in for an audition when I read the script, there were several sex scenes. Simulating sex on stage is awkward and problematic, in my opinion, anyway, let alone the fact that I just don't do it. I contacted the casting director, and he never returned my calls. I ended up canceling the audition for that, and because the role required a dialect I don't want to have in my wheelhouse, and the rehearsal period wasn't very long, so I wasn't sure I could learn it in time. He sent me an email about how unprofessional and immature I was, and for which in general, wait, what? Why? Uh, I was, which is the general consensus that I've ever questioned or refused nudity. Oh, okay. Not that being a stupid, stinky, homophobic bigot is in, in any way compared to not wanting my naughty bits on display. 
when i think of an actor as a person has lines they should draw them and make sure they are across okay here's the difference though um nick Ju, you didn't take the role and then go nudity right you declined it up front that's why i was saying it had been completely different because like i was telling justin it's goddamn true blood so don't be shocked and surprised with gay shit going on yeah um the other thing too is uh i do judge actors and actresses if they won't get naked i do i ain't fronting I the thing I think people have a problem with the idea of being judged, but it's what we do. Like we put a show out and we get judged for this shit every goddamn day. Like it's part of the 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 thing. You can allow it to affect you or not. That dude probably don't give a fuck what we think about him not wanting to do no gay scenes. Mm-hmm. All right, I wouldn't hire him to be an actor on something that I wasn't sure that one hundred percent what it was gonna be. Like something serialized, like a TV show where hey. Season four, everybody might be gay. I don't know. I I personally wouldn't hire that dude because I'm like, he has some lines. Um, but yeah, I definitely judge because I noticed when um, the Anna Paquin gets naked and you're like, wow, she really didn't mind. And then you have like two or three other actresses on the show that are like, I'm never going to get naked. Yeah. I notice it. It's like, I'm, I'm not saying they're... Uh, um bad actors or whatever mm-hmm. but if i had a role like say i was doing 50 shades of gray and they came up and they were like uh auditioning i'd be like now you know you will have to get naked like don't right. take this and then 50 minutes from now I'll be like oh wait i gotta take my titties and, out I, I never read the book and see she already knows so she declines up front so i have more respect right. for you than you taking a role get halfway through the season be like fuck it yeah so um and i'm not asking them to cross their lines and things you know kissing dudes is bad then then don't kiss the dude i'm not i wouldn't kiss a dude uh for the podcast i don't know like that you know that that, why would that be relevant to the podcast you know what i mean i get it i'm not saying everybody gotta kiss dudes to prove they're not homophobic that's crazy talk (laughs) that's crazy talk i'm just saying as an actor i go that dude's not willing to like put it all out there and what's like what is the point of the oscars if we're not giving people credit for being like holy shit you're a better actor than this person because you went there you know what i mean when uh people saw like how passionately lupita played that role can you imagine if there was just like somebody on set like if it was somebody else and they're like yeah i'm I'm comfortable with some of this but um there's a rape scene in here and honestly i don't want to do that it's like, well, it's really key to the character and the story if we're going to portray, portray this. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I think I'm going to have to quit the movie because, you know, it's too, my personal lines. People would judge the fuck out of you, and uh, I, I would I would judge you, too. Like, yo, that actor don't really want to put it all out there. You think Tom Cruise wouldn't have got raped? He would have got the shit raped out of him. Let me tell you that. Yeah. Tom Cruise is Lapita. He will, uh, I can't even say her name because all I think is Lapita. I think it was Patsy. But he would have, he would have, he would have been, he, it would have been 20 minutes long. Cause why? Cause he's dedicated to the role. Oh. <laughs> However, he's been in character the whole time. Yeah. Also, I hate the assumption that, uh, you know what else pissed me off is that this assumption that somehow, um, the guy who plays Lafayette Nelson was going to be like, Oh, I can't wait to kiss up on you. He probably don't want to kiss your ass either. Right. Oh, self-important motherfucker. Anyway, um, that dude sucks, and I hope he doesn't get much more work because his narrow-minded views. But I have folks say the same for me. 
However, I play gay. It doesn't bother me. I just want to do work and I believe in and play characters I find compelling. Sorry for the long email. Y'all know how I get about this acting thing. Well, you don't never have to apologize. Mm-hmm. You know that. Love y'all, Nick Jew. P.S. Mark Ruffalo is back to bay, but he wasn't good in a normal heart, young. LOL. I haven't watched a normal heart yet, but, uh, yeah, I heard that they try to write it as like he's an intimacy phobe, so, or like he's just scared of intimacy, so that's why he wasn't like super duper physical, um, with his gay lover stuff. I haven't seen it yet, so to judge for myself, I'll try to watch it at some point. Um, all right, man, this is a long ass feedback show. Y'all had so much to say and we had so much to say back to you. Right. I'm sure it was very long winded and repetitive. You cut me deep, Key Lime Pie! I thought we had something special, dog. I probably followed you back on Twitter. Now I got to follow you. My heart is heavy. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow, man. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, we have guests lined up for this week. Uh, I'll announce them later. Uh, and also at 3 p.m. today, we have a nerd off. The email should be coming out shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sterling and the Jayla will be on. So, mm-hmm. All right, man. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>